Go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. This is Joe. Mike. There we are. I'm off Mike. And we are a couple of average Joes. Sunscape Magazine. <laughs> From Sunscape Magazine. All right. This is our John Wiki Wiki 3 uh, Parabellum episode. Uh, we're going to talk about that fine piece of uh, action choreography, art, style, substance. Also, uh, movie news, entertainment news, trailers, all that good shit. So take it away, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know how, like, when we used to do the, um, the uh, you know, I'd say take it away, and you just say, usually you would say Johnny, but instead, why don't you start doing the papaya thing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, fucking. Pa- how, about, how, about, how about just let it happen? How about, like, take it away, papaya labia face? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyway, um, how do do the, how do they keep making films that are either just as good, if not better, than their predecessors when it comes to a movie like John Wick? The fact that that there's still surprising, clever things that they can do in in these in these films, and guess what? It ain't gonna be the last one, apparently. Because they're doing a part four. I don't find it surprising or clever. They're just, it's just good. I do. I The reason why I find it clever is because you see so many knockoffs that just go through the motions and there's nothing special about it. And Name one. Let's talk about that. Hmm. Uh, London Has Fallen. <laughs> it's not a knockoff. <laughs> no, um, Name one movie since John Wick or John Wick 2. Atomic Blonde, which is not fair enough. Uh, the new, new, uh, was it called Anna that's coming out? Yeah, but that's based off of La Femme Nikita. Yeah. Um, what else? I've tried to avoid, um, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you, but we have Anna hasn't come out yet, so I know. I, uh, fuck, you know, I off the top of my head, I can't think of anything, I just know that there has been. Okay, let's look it up. Yeah, look at that shit up. The power of the. Internet at our fingertips. There we go. Look at that. Google knows what we look <laughs> want. Uh, the Equalizer. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't find. See, I don't see Certain the Equalizer as being a, a knockoff or a ripoff. It's mm. just a remake. Uh, the Matrix Reloaded is not a knockoff, nor the Matrix, nor War. Well, because it's similar. It's just a movie similar. I think, but just because Keanu Reeves is in both of them and it's an action film. Yeah, but. Again, yeah, it's weak. It's weak. When did John Wick come out? Like 2014. Yeah. So we got to find movies that came out after. Okay, Everly. Never seen it. Nope. Taken. Uh, yes. I think that came well, out before John Wick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Take. Damn, it's been five years since Taken Three. I still haven't seen Taken Three. <laughs> Have you seen Taken Two? No, I haven't seen Taken. Uh, Atomic Blonde, Siberia, but that has Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool doesn't count. No. Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't count. Kingsman. N- uh, okay. Eh, okay. Uh, I mean, like the like the church shootout and, um, hmm. But I, I mean, John Wick is more of a takeoff of a more aggressive daredevil, mm-hmm. you know, than anything else. Well, okay. Let me let me adjust my <laughs> statement a touch. <laughs> Not movies that are particularly copying John Wick, but movies similar to John Wick that that fail. No, and and I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. You don't have to. It's, it's not copying, but look, it's when these movies came out. Okay, let's see. Uh, we were both surprised. Remember, yeah, when we went because you do, you were reluctant to go see it the first movie, 
because you're like, I'm not, I don't like Keanu Reeves, you know. He's, yeah, I wasn't, you know, and and you love the movie because it had great fucking, had great villain, it had great humor, awesome action, and Keanu didn't talk too much. Yeah, that's the one thing about it is <laughs> uh, all these movies that are similar and they they all came. Blue out. Ruin is not similar to John fucking Wick. Blue Ruin's an excellent film, but it's, it's not a revenge similar. movie. That's yeah. what they're yeah. saying. Oh, blimey. I mean, a movie that's going to be similar is anything by John Woo, uh, uh, his early stuff. Yeah. Hard Boiled, A Better Tomorrow, The Killers, things like that. Um, those are movies that are similar to John Wick. Jack Reacher is not similar to John Wick. A Walk Among the Tombstones is not similar to The Raid. Uh, Redemption, but American Sniper, no. Mission Impossible, no. You know what kind of comes to mind a little bit is uh, Dread. Kind of. The style, the action style. Kind of. It's This is more Punisher, Daredevil, Iron Fist stuff Yeah. than anything else. Um, Max Payne. God, what a <laughs> fucking shitty movie. Yeah. I wanted so badly to like that movie. I even bought it on, on DVD after watching it at the drive-in. Why? Just, because it was the unrated version. Like, I was thinking, I don't know, maybe it was hopeful that it would be an improvement. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was still shit. Oh, God damn it. Uh, I just... All right. Google, so Google doesn't help me. No, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. But if, if you want to watch movies that are similar to John Wick, you have to go back, almost back to John Woo, uh, and, and not Face Off, although Face Off has those moments. Yeah. His original stuff, which is hard boiled, <laughs> better tomorrow, and things like that. You watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> so it's a great line by Gage in that movie. No one cusses but me. Um, so yeah. Anyway, John Wick. It, it just the f- I love the effort that's put into clever fight scenes and the fact that it could just keep going and going and going. Okay, so my question is: Is this what do you know about? The entire plot line of the movie. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna hit me with something. I know it. Um, Why is John Wick doing what he does? Because oh, because of um, his wife. He wants to as long as he's alive. Her the memory of her is still alive. No, which, no, no, no. What? Why did he start doing what he? That oh. that's just a precursor. That that I mean, not a precursor. That's postscript. All right. Um, Why is a, he doing what he's doing? Because of the um, he, he grew up in that uh, no. What, why is why did he start? Why did he come back, Joe? Because of the dog. No, the dog was a gift from his wife. Yes, she died a couple months prior. Yeah, of cancer, mm-hmm. and as a as a last minute gift prior to her death, she got him a dog. Yeah. So when the whole thing starts off with him going to get gas in his car. Yeah, you got, you got Theo and, yeah, Greyjoy. Yeah, and Alfie Allen. Theon, I mean, Theon Greyjoy, yeah. Say his name, Alfie Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Wants his car and breaks into his house. Fucks him up, kills his dog. And John goes on a fucking killing spree. Mm-hmm. And then he says he's back to Alfie's dad, Michael Nyquist. Yeah. Right? Uh, and... That you know, at the same time, he has a bounty put on his head, which was which was called off. Yeah, by 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 um, Michael Nyquist's brother, played by Peter Stormare. No, Michael Nyquist put the bounty on his head. Oh, that okay. I, all right, you're still in the first film. All right, and then and then in the second movie, he has to pay a blood debt back. That's when the second bounty goes on his head. 
So, all that being said, this was unleashed because he didn't get a chance to mourn the death of his wife. The dog was the catalyst. Mm -hmm. From there, he unleashes complete fucking hell. Yeah. And this takes place over a couple of weeks. Like, like yeah, I think it, someone did the math or something, and they said that the, everything from from the start of the first film to the end of John Wick three is like a month. Yeah. So we can look up the timeline. Uh, and I still want to know what the impossible task was. Oh uh, well, I mean, <laughs> they never they never explained it. They have never yeah, said I, anything I, about the impossible task other than the bodies he buried that day laid the foundations for what we have today. Correct. Yeah. The Russian mob. So, or the Tarasov mob, I should say. But I want them to do nah. John Wick. The impossible The task. impossible task. <laughs> I so. know. something. It's like the Joker origin, man. It's like sometimes the mystery just, you know. I know, but still, it's it, it needs to be it needs to be done. I, I, I personally agree. I mean, because it's just sometimes, though, it's, it's built up so big in your fucking mind. That it's never going to meet that expectation, except John yes, Wick always meets yes, the it will. John Wick always <laughs> meets the fucking expectation so far. So maybe I, you know, could, you could be right. It could be, it could be badass. So <laughs> how how do you top the first film, which and with which is basically just if you take each one, each one is expanding the universe, right? Yeah. So the first one we learn about the impossible task, mm-hmm. which he completes, and then he takes out the mob. Basically, he takes out his own people yeah. that that um, created him, yeah, made him what he was, right? Yeah. And then the second chapter shows that there's there's more going on to this whole thing than anything else, which is the blood debt you and he has to kill the, t- the table. You find about the table, yeah, right? The high council or the high table, and then and then Wick has to kill one of the people on the high table, yeah. right? So yeah, the guy's sister, yeah. Uh, 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 D'Antoni, Santonio D'Antoni, mm. and then uh, and then the third one, which expands the whole thing even bigger, which is John using his blood debt. But how do you top how how do you top blowing up somebody's fucking house, or you know uh, uh, all the action that happened in 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 se- in the second one, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the House of Mirrors, or the MoMA, yeah, you know, Museum of Modern Art. Which where and the second film has the highest body count by John Wick, also. Yeah, well, he starts off by hitting a guy on a bike <laughs> and stealing his uh, data card or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, I think uh, was it the body count for part two is one twenty eight. Body count for the first one seventy seven, and then for this one it's like I think it's in the eighties or nineties. Yeah, and that's just John Wick's body count, not anyone else's. Yeah. So how do you, how do you top it? How do you top that much action between, there it is, I lost everything until that dog arrived on my doorstep. So how do you go from, uh, we can only assume that he's a U.S. Marine, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, what's the next step? How do you how do you make it better? You add fucking dogs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That, you know, I, I um, looking up the trivia, I found out that uh, Halle Berry was the dog trainer on set. Huh? Halle Berry was the dog trainer on set. No, she was with the dog trainer. No, it says that she was the dog trainer on set. She was not. Uh, well, Those dogs aren't hers. And the dogs that when when she was training, she had been training for six months with the dogs. They had a professional dog trainer. I just watched an entire interview with Keanu Reeves about mm-hmm. it. So um, whoever wrote that article that you read is completely wrong. At, after 
after because she like if you watch the uh, the Keanu Reeves um, run and gun thing that they were the the you know the his, field test the field test if yeah. you want to call it that yeah. that everybody was getting hyped about shooting practice yeah whoopee um, Halle Berry was there she was in the background mm-hmm. nobody noticed that nobody said anything about it I don't remember anyone saying anything about Halle Berry being there and every shot is Halle Berry in the background and then she comes up and says something to him. She had been training with dogs for six months. These two dogs, the Malinois, mm. uh, German Shepherds. And as Keanu Reeves was saying, is that when we got when we got on the set, I was told, whatever you do, don't look at the dogs. Yeah. Don't look at them in the eye. Don't make eye contact, right? Because yeah. they'll bite you. <clears throat> and then, of course, they're in Morocco when they're filming all this. So mm. they were filming on location. And then they would have to stop the take every once in a while because there's a lot of cats in Morocco. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fucking dogs would go into a full-on chase <laughs> and, and try to get the cats. So you, I don't think they tried. That. I think they did. Well, you <laughs> never know. I mean, cats are pretty fucking wily. Yeah, feral cats could probably book ass, right? So. Yeah. So And then they know they know the place better than the dogs do. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I'll tell you, man, those, those dog scenes... I, there was someone I uh, one of my coworkers who uh, said, you know, the dogs weren't as cool as they could have been. They could have been used, and I'm like, dude, the dogs weren't there to fucking kill everybody. They were there to slow people down so that John and, and Halle Berry could fucking you know bust a cap, <laughs> you know, take them out. That yeah, was I mean that, that's not even that. they were there to guard her. Yeah, mostly. I mean, they the the dogs in and of themselves. Uh, fortune favors the bolt. That's what it is. Not Fortuna. Um. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> when you have when when you have the dogs there, that I mean they're just there to guard her, but she can also use them to attack, and that's what you're absolutely right. They're there to make sure that um, it's easier to for them to get away. Yeah, yeah, and you know it. it <clears throat> this whole movie, in a way, felt like a video game. You know, it was. With even with the dogs, like when you, it's like a sequel video game, right? Where you got to up the ante with each game. So this one, there's fucking dogs, right? Um, that help the main characters, uh, but also just the wave after wave, right? You know, I I, kept, I felt like announcing in the theater just wave one, <laughs> wave two, because it just it, that's how it felt, and it, it was. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I I made mention of uh, 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 Karate Champ. Uh, yes, well, you know, at the end of the movie, where he has to go up the levels and fight yeah. everyone at the, at the different levels, like, like also like the stick figure fighting. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. but that's based off a of karate chain. Yeah, um, but I I love the fact that even with this third film, that I'm laughing out loud during these action scenes, just like with the first movie and with the second one. But I'll tell you what, I I like this one even better than the second one, and the second one was fucking awesome. But there was something about this one that had it even more. And uh, I wonder if Winston is his dad. <laughs> the new twist, right? Now, uh, some people think that that Winston betrayed John Wick at the end of that movie. I, I don't think he did. I think he, he didn't. He they, did. He did what he had to fucking do. And he, they, that's they, no. It, and that's the whole wh- thing takes place right before that. And that's why he didn't shoot him in the head. That's why he shot him exactly in his jacket where it wouldn't fucking kill him. And right. Luckily, he didn't die falling off the building. <laughs> well, that was that was the chance he had to take. Yeah. But, but again, they they the, that whole sequence is possible because mm. when John arrives and talks to Winston, yeah, and you know, are you going to abdicate or are you going to step down? He's like, no, I don't think I will. Are you going to shoot me? No, I don't think I will. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
there's there's probably a deleted scene. There's when Winston tells um, Wick, what did he say? He said something along the lines of life, man, life happens. I, I understand. He said, I, I know. Remember when he said, I remember when he says that this room is like, you know, it's a special room. It's for. No, I'm not talking um, about that. He's talking, he's talking to, to Wick about, um, stop living your life by what the fucking high table wants and live your, and live your life. Yeah. You know, stop, stop doing, I, and I can't, um, it's here. Uh, there it is. He encourages John not to die as a killer, but as a man who loved and was loved by his wife. Stop using this as a revenge thing and just either get back in the game. Yeah. Or, or you're gonna get killed. What would you? How would your wife feel if you betrayed a friend? You know, you killed, you killed, you know, me. What? When Winston he says, you know, if you shoot me, is that really how you know your wife would want it? You know, would that really honor her memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think she knew that he was a fucking killer, but who yeah. knows? We well, don't know anything about their past. Yeah. So, I mean, look at this movie is deals with the whole underworld of of you know death and and you know. And has little connections to you know Chiron and you know the River Sticks or whatever and all That's that. Charon, whatever. It, it um, then who's not to say that she's watching from above? Moving on. So again, what makes this movie better than the other two? <clears throat> I don't think this movie's better than the first one. You don't? No. Why? The first one. The first thing about the first one is it was a complete surprise. Uh, how entertaining and good that movie was all around. Um, the second thing is there was still a little more charisma to the first film with, with the actors that were involved, like with, um, uh, uh, you know, Willem Dafoe's character and Michael Nyquist's um, villain and uh, and uh, Adrian Palicki's character and, and just, uh, and, and uh, certain things. Just, I don't know. It's just, I think it, uh, the luster of the first time seeing all of it is probably the reason why I still give a, the the slight nod to the first film, you know. Um, even though this one is is fucking close, it's very close, and I, I like I said, it is um, it's better than the second one. So if I had to pick, I'd say one, three, two. But I mean, it's a great fucking trilogy so far. But I mean, all every character is fucking in, in this one as well. Every character is fucking awesome. I, I also love the unpredictability. Um, of how you you think certain things are going to go certain like, like with her the um, adjudicator right mm-hmm. I kept waiting at any moment someone was going to fucking shoot her or something right and just say fuck you right and no one ever did okay but this the, again you've gone way off way off board why isn't this better than the first one I just said why I I heard a lot of kind of I didn't really hear any points there I mean was, I understand that you were what you were saying but what I'm saying is is that that's what everybody would say. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna lump me? Yeah, you just I, fucking I, lumped me. I, I lumped you because that's exactly what everybody would say. It's the easy way out. Why? Why is this not a better? This is movie? why I'm an average Joe and not a fucking film student, man. Right, but you should be a film student considering the, apparently all the fucking uh, movies uh, that you've to seen. have a uh, to have an on par fucking conversation with you about movies. Apparently, I'm gonna have to be. Yes, <laughs> but again, the whole point of this conversation, which actually I've been contemplating about the, doing that, because yeah. Definitely need to be more knowledgeable. The, meaning me. The the whole point of this conversation is yes. is n- not to give the atypical fucking answer, which is oh it's it's better it's not better than the first one because the first one you weren't expecting. That that just boils down what you just said. You wow. Weren't, you weren't expecting anything, and then wow. you see it. <laughs> that was oh god. What is that? Is the word 
condescending? It's not condescending. Why is this not a better movie than the first one? Why is it not? Yes. Okay, feel like Be a little bit more specific. You know, it feels less like a conversation, more like I'm in a fucking classroom. And <laughs> instead of just... Mr. Spiegel? In, 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 <laughs> instead of going into that, just answer the goddamn question. I'm trying to, and I, I just... It, it, I You're feel, fishing. No, I feel like I already answered it, but apparently I didn't. So, um, hmm. I boiled it down to exactly what everybody else is going to say, and which is what you just said. The first one, you weren't expecting much. Okay, great. That's wonderful. And then also the, the characters were a little more charismatic. I don't think so. The first one was, was typical mafia trope uh-huh. or tripe, if you want to even say that. Bad guys shooting people just to shoot people, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And like, it was a fun action movie. Like Boondock Saints or something, right? <sighs> no. No, because he would. No, because the bad guy in Boondock Saints didn't shoot everybody. And in this one, I mean, like, they shot the guy that was at the church. I'm in action revenge, man. And, you know, and and the first one had the monologuing bad guy. Yeah. And his piece of shit son, played by Alfie. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which, again, is just, you know, I mean, you got to start somewhere. I'm not worried about originality or anything else like that because the movie... The, the 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 non-original parts of the movie out um, I'm sorry the the whole action part of the movie and the way they took care of it mm. outweighed the non-original parts including the fucking lethal weapon yeah. ending the 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 dog being killed as a catalyst yeah. the um the Willem Dafoe character you know yeah. all of those are just stereotype bullshit John Wick was the first John Wick movie as much as we liked it is an average movie. See, and there, okay, now we're boiling, we're getting down to it, and this this is it. It's just like when someone asks you, what would you do for a million dollars? And it isn't because they really want to know what you would do for a million dollars. They just want to be able to open up that fucking conversation so they can tell you what they would do for a million dollars. So pretty much you asking me why I think part one's better than part three isn't really because you care about what I have to think about it. And it's, it's you ready to fucking give me why you want, why you think part three's better no. than part one. No, because I got tired of waiting for you to stop fishing. When I ask you questions, you tend to build me a clock instead of telling me the time. So... And it happens all the time if you go back and listen to all the podcasts. And it takes you forever to answer questions. I thought I did. I answered it quickly, and then we just kept going back to, no, this is, I'm not. I I, but I wanted specifics, which is what I just gave you, my specifics of why I don't think John Wick 1 is better than, I didn't say John Wick 3 was the better movie. I just don't think John Wick 1 is a better movie than either of the other two. Okay. John Wick 2 is pretty strong. Um because it opens up the universe. Although I don't like Santonio Dan, D'Antonio. The, San, the villain, yeah, the guy he shoots at the at yeah. Continental. I didn't care for his character at all. But I liked the way he died. <laughs> yeah, they didn't overdo him. He wasn't in too much of the movie. Yeah, and I mean, there was some great parts, like when they're at the MoMA and, and he's sitting there and Wick goes, tell me what what do I have to do? And then he gets up and leaves and he goes, a man of few words. You know, and he's kind of disappointed. Yeah. But the whole character in and of itself, again, is a stereotype. You know, the monologuing bad guy. Mm. And I, I like the fact that, you know, they'd had enough and he just fucking shot him. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, he runs to Winston and the, the Santonio runs to Winston and Winston says, you fucking, you, you summon the devil. This is on you. Yeah. You know? Um, what are you looking up? I'm looking up the, the guy... Um, the villain, you know, the 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 um the, the samurai villain, that was in uh, John Wick three. 
You know, the one Randall Duck Kim. Uh, that should, I don't think that was Randall Duck Kim. Oh, that was the doctor. Uh, Zero. The, the character's name is Zero. Okay. Um, there's the TikTok man. Okay, Mark uh, DeCoscos. Yeah, Mark DeCoscos. Yeah, yeah. That's him. He was in uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, which is, uh, again, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's one I need to see again because I watched that while, while I was dealing with my fucking marriage bullshit. And so yeah. when I watched it, I. I didn't fully pay attention to it as much as I should have, but I heard it's an excellent <laughs> film. Yeah, I, and like I said, I'm not saying that John Wick is a bad movie. What I'm saying is that it's a it's they've taken an average yeah a, an average uh, and they spiced it up. I I, I get what you're saying, an yeah, yeah. average action movie, but gave it some they, life. They fucking hard boiled it. Yeah, they John wooed it. Okay. Yeah, and then the, they did the same thing with with uh, part two, and you know, I mean, if you're watching, like at some point, you're watching it and. You're like, how the fuck did he get back to New York so fast? Like, they cut from Italy to New York, and, you know, it was like, boom. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's walking through, and they're shooting at each other, you know, which is a funny scene between him and Common when they're shooting at yes, each other. Yeah, I fucking love that scene. But, again, my problem with with um, that whole thing is that they're using silencers and whatever yeah. else. Come on. I, I know. I, I've watched so many different things about why silencers are bullshit. Well, they're, 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 they're they're just suppressors. Yeah, they're suppressors, and they don't suppress that fucking great. So, um. <laughs> see, he was um, see, brother of the crying Freeman, the movie. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, oh, he played the he plays the role of the chairman of Iron Chef America. He is the nephew of the original Iron Chef chairman uh, Takashi Kaga. Hey, he played fucking Kung Lao in the Mortal Kombat Legacy uh, web series. Yeah, and then uh, he he also co-starred with uh, Scott Wolf as. Uh, Jimmy and Billy Lee in Double Dragon. Yeah, he was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Let's see. Yeah, he was a dim sum, a little bit of heart. <laughs> uh, Angel Town. So, wow, we, we, all the way back to 85. Wow. Well, yeah, he's 55 years old, dude. He didn't look like it, but he's 55. Uh, Double Dragon. Kickboxer 5. <laughs> the Island of Dr. Moreau. Sanctuary DNA. Deathline. Boogie Boy. China Strike Force. Brotherhood of the Wolf, which. <laughs> Cradle to the Grave with DMX. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, bitch. Um. The Hunt for Eagle One, The Hunt for Eagle One Crash Point, codenamed The Cleaner. Um, the Extendables? <laughs> this sounds like a porno version. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum Impact. The Extensibles. <laughs> um, <laughs> that looks fucking hilarious. I refuse to watch that. I, I understand. He was also on General <laughs> Hospital and Doogie Hauser. Doogie fucking Hauser. New Dragnet, Tales from the Crypt. He was in the original Flash TV series. Yeah. Uh the Legend of Bruce Lee. Did they, and they, but they didn't bring him back for another, the new Flash. There you go. And, uh, right. I, what I loved about his character was when it all boiled down to with him was he just wanted a buddy. He just wanted a friend. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I mean, he just like, hey, John Woo, how you doing? <laughs> John Woo. I, I really like you. I, I, I really respect you. I like the way you work. I think, I think we'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> he, he we fucking, could be friends. When they're in the Continental and he fucking sits next to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he doesn't change any expression or anything, and just wake is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, gets I up. mean, he sits like right, right next, like to like him. T- like legs rubbing against yeah, like each boyfriend other. girlfriend type of thing, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, I I love great characters, and, and that that guy was a great character. Yeah, and and look, this is this is what sets apart. And to to go back to ask, to your question, which is mm. how can how can movies differentiate themselves from 
boring. Like Atomic Blonde wasn't boring, but it didn't have it didn't have that that certain something. I think the only thing that that was memorable besides the fighting and the action scenes, which were excellent, um, was McAvoy's performance. You know, he was a memorable character. Sort of. How much do you remember of that movie? Oh, we don't want to base things off of my memory. I've shit. Uh, on a movie I've only seen one time. Not the greatest memory. Yeah, but you, how many times have you wanted to see it? Um, once. I do want to see it more than once, but really? just I don't think I want to own it. I, I don't want to own it on. So, uh, but you've never rented it. No. So it tells me that you you don't care. I care, well, but I don't. Yeah, no, you, it, don't. It, it, no, you don't. Not enough. I don't care enough. You don't. You don't care. I care. I don't care enough. You, it has nothing to do with it. You don't give a shit. Well, I have layers. No, you don't. I'm like an ogre. No, you're like a fucking. You're not an <laughs> onion. You don't care, and, and like that's parfait. fine. Do I you, got? They got layers like a parfait. This is—it's not a movie that's <laughs> that, that's 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 watchable. It's not Zombieland. It's not yeah. fucking Lord of the Rings. It's not John Wick. Oh, do do Twinkies have layers? I—I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally had it fucking locked on. Like we have the Paramount Channel on on Directv. Yeah. And this weekend they were running John Woo all like. You mean John all, Wick? Yeah, John Wick. You said John Woo twice same, now with John Wick. Same difference. Yeah. They were running John Wick 1 and 2. We'll just say John Wook. Yeah, John Wook. Um, <laughs> Sequel. All Saturday. Yeah. And that's all I did. I just had it locked in. So, I I mean, I watched John Wick 1 and 2 for 12 hours straight, basically. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and and so the, and, and, you know, so I guess I, I got a little bit of insight. I'm just like, you know, in the hands of somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, yeah. these are fucking boring movies. Yeah, yeah. The, these are... These are not fun. It's it's just atypical uh, revenge monologuing bad guy bullshit, right? Like uh, who's his name? Is it Colin Trevorrow who did Jurassic World? Yeah, yeah. Like that guy. You give that guy fucking the, one of the greatest franchises ever, mm-hmm. and then that's what he does. A- with and him. he bores it up. Yeah, you know. Um, and what the uh, St- Stahelski isn't Chad Stahelski? Yeah, former stunt guy. Yeah, him and David Leach co-directed the first uh, John Wick. Right, but you didn't. You just jumped in without even wondering about where I was going with that. Well, that's okay. Um, wow, he's going to do a, f- a film notation of Sand Sandman Slim novels, Killer Be Killed. Um, he's going to be a busy man, like he isn't already. It doesn't have anything like. All I wanted to know is if they worked on fucking like they worked on Deadpool or Atomic Blonde. There you go. Yeah, David Leach directed Deadpool too. I remember that. And they he direct. He directed Hobbs and Shaw, which we fucking have to go see. We are going to go see that, yeah. I, um, I'm still trying to understand though why is it they 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 get along so well when <laughs> when The Rock technically killed that guy's killed Statham's brother in the movie, you know, in one of the Fast Furious movies. David Leach was a uh, second unit director on Jurassic World, by the way. Okay, well, uh, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows, but you got to start somewhere. Anchorman Two, Parker. Yeah. Hey, there's oh, some the, good uh, there's good fight scenes in that movie. Just a shitty movie. It does. You know, yeah, well, he's second unit director, but uh, oh, he was uh, he was in the Dukes of Hazard. Orgasmo, sure. he did fucking stunt work in Orgasmo. That's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, look, see, because he um, look at all the times he's worked with Keanu. It's got um, Constantine. Yeah, um, Matrix, I think, it should be in there somewhere. I don't really give a shit. It's not well, I know Stahelski. Um, uh, I think Stahelski was a stunt double for Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Um, that's a hell of a fucking resume, dude. Yeah, he was in Scrubs. <laughs> he did stunts in Scrubs. He did. He he was credited as doing stunts in the video game for Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay, probably did mocap or something. In 1999. Yeah, they did mocap then for video games. It was when they would have the dots. 
those single dots, like when they would um, track a horse walking and stuff, it would just be, it, it, it was when they had a shit ton of dots all over them, but when they just had a couple. I've seen it. I've seen that shit before, the recording of it. Just like with NBA Jam and or, and uh, Mortal Kombat and shit. Yeah. What the fuck can you be credited as doing stunts in a goddamn video game? Because if you're... Nope. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Dude, fuck me, right? Yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you dick. All right. So, uh, I wanted to know. I want to know more. I mean, like, didn't didn't fucking Stahelski work on any of the the Marvel stuff for Netflix? I thought he did, but I could. Well, be like wrong. you're thinking like the, the Daredevil scenes. fucking uh, hallway fight scene or something. Yeah. yeah, or yeah, or anything in Punisher. Oh, uh, they want to do. He also uh, Stahelski wants to do the Highlander reboot. Uh, Can't do worse. I'll tell you that. <laughs> God damn, those Highlander movies are fucking. I mean, the first one had moments, but. After that, ugh, turds. Yeah, they they all suck. God, especially the quickening. The quickening was fucking horrendous. Although you you have to you, look. I'm Sean Connery and I'm Spanish. Fucking um, <laughs> Clancy Brown was is in the Goldbergs now. Yeah, is and, he good? Yeah, yeah, and then they did a whole entire episode based on the Highlander <laughs> because there was an actual Highlander um, uh, uh, club. Yeah, the Highlander club. Yeah, at school. Hmm. And so the whole storyline is based off of, you know, which Highlander club is better, and there can be only one. Okay. So Clancy Brown got to got to do, like, a, a huge monologue scene. Did he wear a wig? No. He got to do a huge monologue scene about the Highlander club and which one can only be one. Uh-huh. And, he, and, he, and he got to say... You got to say shit from his, you know, character. Yeah. You know, and, and don't judge a character based on, you know... All the scars and shit like that that he has on his face, or the fact that he has a bad accent, or or has a rough voice, or whatever. Don't make that mistake because he could be a good guy. Maybe he's looking out for your best intentions. Who knows? Type of thing. And um, you'd have to see the episode. It's fucking hilarious. I'll get to it. I I, I took a break from the Goldberg, so I wanted to binge it. So, um, but yeah, that that's fucking awesome. I wonder I, I wonder how many people knew know that when they're watching the episode about Clancy Brown. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, in fact, there's Clancy Brown on Facebook for some reason. Mr. Crosby, got a sec? No. Good. With your permission, we'd like to start a new, second, more gentle Highlander Club. No. What? Why not? Because there can be only one Highlander Club. Maybe there can be two? Dude, you're starting your own club based on the movie I introduced you to? This betrayal will not stand. My Highlander Club challenges yours to a battle. We have no club. Mr. Crosby specifically said there can be only one. Actually, this challenge makes sense. Like the epic conflict between Connor McCloud and the fearsome but misunderstood Kurgan. You must both fight for the prize. You will fight only in the shadows. Never in woodshop. Consider this holy ground because I don't want you touching my stuff. The sword touches your neck or your lower head, you are out. The last one standing earns the right to lead his own Highlander club. Or maybe there can be two? Nope, there can be only one. Highlander Club. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. Or the highly misunderstood Kurgan. <laughs> Clancy Brown. Yeah. Uh, Classic Brown. I'm waiting for him to break into fucking uh, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Where he got me first dollar. <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob. All right. Um, Mr. Squidward. So I, I would say my only... Um, off the top of my head, the only negative I can even think about with John Wick three um, is I don't know Halle Berry's character wasn't I, I she 
felt like either she was on the screen in the movie for too long or she just wasn't the most necessary. It wasn't a necessary character. Yeah, character from the past kind of thing, you know? Like, oh. There, and there should have been more more of a twist to it, like what if that's his sister or, you know, yeah. things like Instead that. Instead it was just something about, you know, what, saved your daughter kind of thing or yeah again that and yeah it, and then they keep alluding to these these, these uh the 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 blood debts right uh-huh. um and and my guess is that that also has to do with the impossible task mm-hmm. saving her daughter and uh again I, I just there's too many coincidences that yeah. he keeps going back to Winston and there are too many people that you know, like Halle Berry has dogs, and yeah. he likes dogs. Uh-huh. It's got to be. But he didn't like dogs till he got the dog. No, not he necessarily. He wasn't. I, I remember something about the first movie where he was not. He never really cared about dogs until he got that puppy. No, not really. I, I, Dude, I watched I, fucking twelve I, hours I, of that goddamn movie. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I just, I don't. Know. But, hmm. <laughs> but you know, just just too many weird coincidences for certain characters that he just keeps. They keep popping up and appearing, yeah. and and just something like like I said, maybe you know. And I'm thinking this is what I'm thinking is that Winston and his, his dad, and Halle Berry's character is his sister, um, but I, I you know who knows. I mean they both, and the fact that Winston runs this continent, the New York Continental, and mm. she runs the Morocco Continental. You know what bugged me about that? It, it's stupid, but it. The fact that they call this, this is the Moroccan Continental. Like, do they really have to announce it as the Moroccan Continental every time? Or can they just say, it's the Continental? It just sounds like fan service to people. It's totally like, fan service, yeah, right. you know. Like, like, it's like, a, a, a <laughs> reminds me in the rundown when, when The Rock is in the bar and he's eating nuts and he's talking to Rosaria uh, Dawson and he goes, you know, Brazil nuts like these, you know, go for 15 bucks a pound back in the States. He goes, um, you know, she goes, well, he, here we don't call them Brazil nuts. He goes, well, what do you call them? She goes, well, we're in Brazil, so we just call them nuts. Okay. The name you don't need to uh, name the you know the Moroccan fucking continental instead of just calling it the continental. Well, it's probably called the Moroccan continental. That would, that's dumb. That's probably the name of it, so that because so that white people don't get confused. So, or, I'm no, sorry, Americans don't get confused. It's branding. It's basic fucking business branding. Well, I mean, because the Continental in the States, they don't call it Welcome to the New York City Continental. Because I was probably the first. Eh. And then they have different subsidiaries of it, so you have to brand it as a different name for business purposes. It sounds weak. Okay, it sounds weak. Right. Yeah, sounds weak. Uh-huh. Really weak. Yeah. Okay. I, would, I wouldn't know anything about business. No. Not at all. Nothing. No. Mr. Fucking Know-It-All. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't know anything about fucking branding or anything else like that. Do you want to put your fucking resume out no. there? Do you, you feel like it? Do you need to? No, wouldn't want to. Don't want to take that extra alpha step? I'm just telling you. That's exactly what it was for. And, and you're right. It is fan service, but generally when you have multiple, <laughs> like the Hawaiian Hilton, yeah, they don't call it the Hilton. They call it the Hawaiian Hilton. Yeah. Why do they call it the Hawaiian Hilton? I mean, if you're in Hawaii, why the fuck would you need to call because it the Because it's Hawaiian called Hilton? the Hawaiian Hilton for branding purposes. Just like they call it, you know, the, the fucking uh, Atlantis Resort in, in on the sands or Disney's Atlantis Resort. I, I, I understand. I just don't agree with it. It's like Who when gives you, a shit if like, you don't agree with it. It's like I have a poster of fucking uh, Jules and 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 um, and uh, 
Vincent Vega. I have Jules and Vincent Vega pointing their fucking guns at someone. We all know it's fucking Pulp Fiction, but for some reason they still have to put Pulp Fiction on the fucking poster. No, it's not like that it's at annoying. all. It's annoying. But, but again, bad analogy. It's catering. It's like, oh, like we're dumbing down things. That's how I look it's, at it. It's as. not dumbing down anything. <laughs> it's a destination. Either That's you know it's Pulp Fiction or you don't. If you don't, you probably don't give a fuck. Or you've never, or you're too young. But then it's not for them. It's for people that know Pulp Fiction. Who gives a shit? Why would you think that it wouldn't be for them? They, somebody sees it and goes, oh, that's from Pulp Fiction? I've heard about that movie. No. Instead, they can just fucking ask me because it's in my fucking place. What if they're looking it up online? That's their fucking problem. What the fuck? <laughs> Shut up. You know how many things I have, 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 I've chosen not to buy because the fucking labels on them instead of just letting it be what it is without having to label it like there's a lot of rick and morty things i haven't purchased that i wanted to because it fucking says in big letters rick and morty on gosh it. i wonder why because it's called branding yeah it's annoying okay then stop buying stuff i just did i just told you that that's stupid no it's not it is it's stupid just as I'm not going to buy this because If I'm going to spend on. my money that I work for, but it's just dumb. shouldn't I get, the, get it something the way that I want it? No. You don't get it the way you want it. You get the way they give it to you. Okay, then I don't want it. Okay, then stop. Then you don't buy anything. That's just It's just a dumb idea. I it's buy plenty of things. There's just certain things I won't buy. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense, Joe. I mean, they're, they're fucking branding it not for you. They're branding it for the average person. I love bridge. Of course. That's what I just said. They don't give a shit about you. God damn. Okay, great. I, but I don't think you understand that. I think that you think that the, that companies are going to cater to you, and they don't fucking care. Okay, I, I'm just stating that I don't like it. Okay, but they don't care. Okay, well, guess and what? And they're not going to cater to you. They don't give a shit about you, Joe. All right, and now I don't care about you telling me this, so let's move on. I know, but I mean, you got to hear this. No, you tell me this about everything, so no, I'm it's, good. But I, we're I, good. Seriously. Really? Yeah, we're good. Let's move on. Seriously. I just I just don't think that you understand. I do, and I just don't want to. I don't. I choose not to see things that way. You, what? Explain that one to me, please. I, explain that one to me. You choose not to see things that way. Yeah, I don't. You look at it. Oh, this is brandishing, and that's exactly what it is. Okay, and I don't like it. Okay, you then tough shit. Welcome I to told, the real world. I told world. you I wanted to move on from this, and you, no, you, I no. This has to, we have to talk about this. Because oh, we got to. Okay. We have to talk about this because this doesn't make any fucking sense. So because I say I don't like something, that can't be the end of it. It's got to be, I no, have to you, fully explain. No, what you said was, I just don't see it that way. This should be changed to a couple of average arguers. I just don't see it that way. Ex please explain that to me. Please explain <laughs> how you yeah. just don't see it that way when a company doesn't give a fuck about you, mm -hmm. doesn't care about Joe mm -hmm. or Mike or yeah. anybody else. It's marketing to the masses. I, I, yeah. They don't fucking care. They care about marketing to the masses. All they I, care yeah. about is just pushing their shit out. Yes. And you don't see it that way. I want you to explain <laughs> that to me. <laughs> okay. Um, See, this isn't. I mean, it's, it, I, I, I hold on. I know because the you're, whole you're, argument was not about. And I'm not trying to I, argue I, I, with I, you. I just I, want. I, I, I just I don't get your fucking you're, nonsense. You're in literal territory, and so so when I say something like that, you're taking it as literal fucking word for word meaning on that. When I say I don't see it that way, I, it's my how way else saying, am I supposed to it, take it, it? It's my way of saying I don't agree with it. Okay, how? That's what I mean by when I don't see it that way. But who cares? But I mean, why do you care? Why? why that's. 
That's my statement on something. I, I don't agree with it. I don't. Who cares? On that particular subject, that's my statement on it. But it, you don't have a problem with them doing it with Family Guy or fucking movies, but it, yeah, Rick and Morty? No, no, anything. I, I don't. Dude, okay, when I buy a Star Wars thing, okay? Oh, I do have one shirt that says Star Wars on it, but it's like it's made to fit perfectly in with the picture, so it works. But otherwise, if I've got a shirt that's got like fucking Boba Fett or something on there, I don't need someone to put fucking Star Wars on there. Okay, I know it's fucking Star Wars. You don't need to tell. I don't you know it is, but not everybody does. Well, I, again, nobody gives a shit. Seriously, and I'm not saying nobody gives a shit about that. I'm saying nobody gives a shit about the fucking branding. Who cares? I, what do you? I, what I, shirt are you wearing right now? I'm wearing my couple of average shows. What shirt. does it say on the back? It says a couple of average shows. And that's fucking stupid. Because I'm marketing my shirt. You're I, doing I, I, the look, exact I, I, same I, I, look, fucking I see thing what you're you doing. hate. I see what you're doing, but we're small. It doesn't. We're not, it, we're not does worldwide. Fucking matter. You go to Tim Buck fucking two, and you show a goddamn Boba Fett. Motherfuckers are gonna go Boba Fett. It doesn't matter. Boba Boba Fett. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's Hip- Star Wars. Fucking hypocrite. You are a fucking hypocrite. You think that's hypocritical? You're hypocritical, right? Goddamn now. Right? Goddamn now. You're doing the same. You're doing exactly what you hate. I'm just pointing it out. That just seems. <laughs> that seems like horseshit. It's not horseshit. What fucking shirt are you wearing? I no. We are, I already fucking said that. I'm not gonna. I'm not doing that with you. Okay. okay. We, we 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 have come to the same terms that you are wearing a couple of average Joe's shirt mm-hmm. with a picture on it. Yes. And on the back it says a couple of average yeah. Joe's. And if we ever got so massively fucking huge that everyone knew who we were, then I would just need to have the picture instead of the fucking a couple of average Joe's on there. No, you wouldn't. You'd still wear the same goddamn shirt. Yeah, I didn't feel right. I gotta practice what I preach. No, you're 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 full of shit. I'm wearing the same fucking shirt. You'd wear it. I don't give a shit if we're worldwide or not. Mm. Big or small doesn't matter. Branding is branding. But you're you're doing the one thing that you fucking hate. Companies that do that one thing. Yeah. Okay. Remember when we did a, um, a cocktails a, f- a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. and you guys talked about like the bumper stickers and all this the this, the same shit, right? Right. The and how bumper. how we hate the f- all of us hate coexist because it's like why are you preaching to us? We already fucking know to coexist. Another Placer County Democrat, right? Yeah, right? I got it. Okay, it's kind of like that. It's like I know it's fucking Star Wars. I know it's pulp fucking fiction. So don't fucking tell me what it is when I already know what it is. But it doesn't matter. They're, they don't give a shit. Oh, Again, okay. they're they're catering to the average person. But if it bugs me, it bugs me. And that bugs me. Well, again, and because that bugs me, I'm not gonna buy. Then make it. your own shit. Yeah, that when I have the money, yes, there will be certain things. Like I'll make a fucking Wata shirt with with Bruce Lee on the motherfucker, and it won't have to say Bruce Lee on the motherfucker like it originally did. But you can't. Why not? Because if you sell it, it's copyright. I'm not gonna sell it. I'm not gonna make it for myself. Well, it's still copyright infringement. No, you just take a picture. You, you take it to a place. Can't. They print it up. They put it on your shirt. They won't do that. Just like this. They won't do that. It's copyright infringement. That's horseshit. It's the law. Trust me. When you go to any of these places and you have people put shit on your they shirt. They will print, not do it. It's copyright infringement. Fine. I'll buy my own goddamn label maker then. You just buy a t-shirt. Print. But that, yeah. my point is you can't do that. They, it's not that you can't. Yeah. You can do it yourself. Uh, apparently I'm going to have to, Mike. You can't take it to a fucking... And I tried <laughs> because I wanted to make a copy of some stupid fucking thing. Yeah. And Kinko's like, no, I can't do it. It's copyright infringement. I said, just make the fucking copies. Yeah. They're like, I can't do it. I'm like, I'm going to go over there. With your machine. Yeah. And I'm going to make a thousand copies of this. Yeah. You could just stand over there and or, whistle. Yeah. And then you could turn around and mm. not watch me. Yeah. 
just give me like yellow number f- number five, mm. <laughs> you know, fucking paper, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna copy all this shit, blah blah blah, and I'm gonna do it anyways. Okay, <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, you're doing it yourself. Um. Uh, okay. See, Zal, you're like kind of like this is a funny conversation, but it's like it's, it, you busted my ball, you breaking my balls over this shit. Yet you'll complain about fucking commercials all the time, but yet you have them on. Turn the motherfuckers off if you hate them. I don't listen to them, but they bug you, and you'll talk about. Them. I don't. But you don't hear me saying no, to you, no. You're you're the one then. that fucking hates well, commercials. Don't watch them then, and I don't really give a shit about them. But there, you, there are a couple that I can't fucking stand. But you make a commentary about how you don't like certain things about once in a while. Okay. But if I did the, the mic thing, I would say to you, well, then don't fucking watch them. I don't. Do, do you see what I'm do, saying, though? Do, you, want, you, seem, you don't understand this. The only time that I make a, a commercial reference uh-huh. is when you bring it up. I didn't bring up the last one. I didn't talk about the last one. Because you were, they were um, oh, God, what was the one? You literally were talking about the fucking facial one, and I said, those are fucking stupid commercials. And then I made a reference to another one. What about the um, Sunday when I came over and the, there was you the made guy, a reference the guy to the that commercial. was the guy that was like twenty years younger and you look at this one I, you go I fucking hate this one because the lady's like twenty years younger and then watch what she says. It was literally on when you walked in. Yeah, you, you I said, said this commercial makes no sense because she's and I and this is exactly the conversation. Uh-huh. This commercial makes no sense and he went why and I went because she looks twenty years older than him and the guy that's doing the commercial this Travago guy yeah. God damn, is he fucking annoying. Like, he just breaks into anybody's conversation. Uh-huh. It's just, it's like somebody should hit him with a hammer. Like, like stay out of the conversation, dude, uh-huh. because, you know, like, like what, there's one where he's sitting drinking coffee, and this guy's like, oh, I went here and spent $265, uh-huh. and I went, and he's just, he keeps leaning forward and forward and forward, it's just like, really? Interrupt much? And then he's like, and then he gets up, he starts walking, he's like, Travago, and everybody's watching him, and it's just like... The commercial is just dumb, right? Yeah. And then this commercial is him. He rented a house like in some big city, New York City, most likely. Get a rope. And and this this couple are talking, and one looks like it looks like mother and son is what it looks like. She looks like she's sixty, and he looks like he's in his thirties. Yeah, she's in Cougar Town. And and she gets all pissy at him, and this is the conversation. Is like that doesn't make any sense. She got pissy at him after. They booked all this stuff after they did all their research, yeah. after everything is done, uh-huh. and then she gets pissed off at him because they didn't use Trivago. Uh-huh. How about that? Okay. Like, punch her in the face. Okay, so let me. Th- and I was just, and all I said was, "That's it's a fucking stupid commercial yeah. because because." Everything that's been done up until this yeah. point, they had researched online. So when they when they were looking up here. Real, su- real simple. Uh, it's not housing rental. It's uh, housing rentals, vacation. Housing vacation rentals. Airbnb, home to go, vacation rentals. Let's see. Vacation, TripAdvisor. Uh, Verbo, home to go, flip key. Wow. Travago is not even on there. Orbit, Travelocity, which you could, anyways, it doesn't matter. But you would think that people are doing this, right? And I'm just being facetious. I've taken this to the nth degree uh-huh. just to see, right? Why is it called Airbnb, by the way? Because uh, uh, it's not on a fucking plane. So why is it called Airbnb? Is it because they're connected to your flight kind of thing? Like, you know, because you take this flight, then you hook it no. through the... Then why is it called Airbnb? Uh, most likely because it has to do with wireless. 
Hmm. Over the air, B and B, bed and breakfast, through the air. It's lame. Everything is lame. This is very dismissive comment. Yes, I. I, I air mattress founders Brian Chesky and Joe Gebbia used when they were renting out their San Francisco digs during the design conference. So air mattresses. <laughs> air, air mat. Okay, so I was I was way off on that one. Huh. So there you go. Speechless on that one. Okay, so. <laughs> Anyways, that's the whole point of the conversation is like I'm fine with you not not liking this stuff. Are you? I'm fine with. I don't. It doesn't bother. Cause, well, because it's shit. It's this, just conversation. The way of I, I see it, I'm 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 receiving this is I tell you I don't like something and you and then you you say you say well they don't give a fuck what you think right and then like it'd be like if every when you told me you hated the commercial and I go well. Do you think Trivago gives a fuck what you think? No, they don't. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that to you. You should. I I I just not like that. That doesn't. I, I and, it, and it went deeper than they don't give a fuck. You yeah. you were like, I just don't see it that way. Blah blah blah. I'm like they don't give a fuck about you. They don't care how you see it. I. They're, look, they're 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 it, not. It's not just you. Yeah. And you take it to you take it to the whole personal thing. It's it's because that whole you thing. Like I'm like I'm attacking you. I'm just like I, you I, in general. I, I just wanted you to understand that that's it. Yeah, that's look. It's people are probably gonna think that I'm crazy or whatever. But this is just a fucking conversation. This yeah, has I, nothing I just, to do. I with, don't like like when I look through like movie posters and stuff. When yeah. I'm say I'm at the store, a lot of times I won't buy them just because it'll have a big fucking labeling on there of what it is instead of just like like I don't know off the top of my head a picture of Harley Quinn or something right I know but Margot it's, it's just, or something right I think it's just dumb. I, I I really do. I mean, yeah. I think you're limiting yourself. If you want something, buy it. Who gives a shit if it's got fucking branding on it or not? If you like it, who cares? It'd be the one chances thing, of finding it without branding are fucking be, impossible. It'd be one thing if they would put like the branding just really small in the bottom corner or something. Then I can understand that because that's your like kind of like your copyright branding. Fine, but when it's like fucking prevalent, you know, and it's 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 overwhelmingly on there, mm-hmm. it bothers me. It just does. It bugs me. You know. Yeah, I do, I know. I get it. Um, and and I feel the same about a lot of stuff uh, when it comes to branding and whatnot. Mm. You don't need to fucking splash your shit all over it. Like I'm looking at my posters right here; they're in the background. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, if you look at the Gravatar poster, it's from a video game. You got to have the name of the yeah. video game. It's it's not. You don't see Atari. I mean, you see Atari in the lower right yeah, hand corner. Yeah, it's small. It's not prevalent. Right or the Dark Crystal. Right coming. You don't see fucking Jim Henson splashed all over it. Yeah. You know, but if you if you take it to the nth degree again, like if you look at Stephen King books, what's the first thing that you notice? Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen fucking King. Yeah, because he's selling and himself. Then the name, yeah, he's selling. Right? Yeah, because that's what sells that book. Right. People but, don't even know if it's a good book or not. They see Stephen King like, oh shit, I'm getting that. Yeah, but that's the whole point is, yeah. is that you know, like the Berserk one, Atari is big on that one, but in Berserk is small. But again. They do that on uh, on purpose. That comes from a time when the pictures fucking blew the game up too big, and then you play the game, and you're like, oh, it's not like the picture. No, the game is <laughs> fucking awesome. It is an awesome game. Don't get me wrong. It's just it, that is one of the things that always bugged me about video game box art is that the box art was always bigger than the game itself. <laughs> See, I, I I only cared about certain games, uh, but other than that, I didn't give a shit because I, I the box art was part of the whole. You know, like experience. when you see like adventure and it's got like the the castle and the fucking dragons and the doesn't bother and the me. knight. And then you play the game and you're just a square. <laughs> it's yeah. So 
Look, it's a minor. It, it's a very extremely minor quibble. Buying the box art was part I of know, the whole. It was the selling. I, I yeah. get it. I, no, I get it wasn't. It. it wasn't part of the selling. Buying the game and getting the box art was part of the whole experience. Yeah, like Wizard's Crown or or you know Blake Stone or whatever. But I will tell yeah. you this. Now, games look as good as the box art, but most games don't have the fucking fun or depth that the games that the original games had. Right. And speaking of fun or depth, now we go back into John Wick. What makes again mm-hmm. with what what makes John Wick 3 not as good as John Wick 1 in your opinion? Just that I I already know what I'm going to get. That I mean for the most part, I know what I'm going to get. With with the original John Wick, I didn't know what I was going to get. That that I mean that's. Do you feel the same way about John Wick two? Um, yeah, I mean, well, okay, with John Wick two, it was like John Wick two was a notch below just because there was nothing, there was no. It's kind of like the same thing, the the way I feel about like part one. Just part one, you don't know what you're gonna get, and then part two, you you already have an idea, you know what you're gonna get because it's John Wick, so it's already been established. So even though there's cool action scenes and and you know things that stand out of course and it's just you still know in on a general line you know what you're going to get for the most part when we that i know it's you I, we already said this it's just the it's just like you know the 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 same statement that you said that everyone's going to make yeah it's it, you take you take an average movie mm-hmm. and let's see john wick made 88 million dollars on a budget of 20 to 30 okay john wick Chapter two made hundred and seventy one million dollars. Oh yeah, forty million dollar budget. And then this one's got a fucking doubled the first movie. Quadruple. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. And um, then the next one is at ninety nine million right now. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh it cost uh, fifty five million to make. Right. <clears throat> so it's already made its money back. Why did this make more money than the first one? Um word of mouth, um, home video, streaming, all that shit. It just built it. It's kinda like um uh awesome. Why did the second one make more money than the first one? Because that's how some sequels are. A lot of times sequels, usually this is how sequels work. Sequels usually aren't as good as the predecessor, the original, but it makes more money a lot of times. Not always, but a lot of times. You know, because because of word of mouth and popularity and fan buildup and all that stuff like that. <laughs> Bless you. It's kind of like um, with, uh, say, Austin Powers, the original, when it came out, it was a flop in theaters. But then it became huge on the home video market. And then because of that, that's why they came out with Spy Who Shagged Me. And then Spy Who Shagged Me was fucking huge. Made a shit ton of money. International Man of Mystery? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that big of a flop. Made $50 million above. Then it must have had a re-release or something because um, it was it was, it made like standard money. It wasn't a huge fucking hit. That's standard money. It made $67 million. It didn't, it didn't fucking... It wasn't gangbusters, yeah, but... yeah. But yeah, it, it because of home video though. That's what got me built up the popularity on it, and then that's why they they um, greenlit the sequel. But they greenlit the sequel as soon as as soon as the first one was released, basically after that first weekend. But it took forever to do it. Anyways, <clears throat> that's this is a, a trilogy that we should get into Austin Powers, the Austin Powers movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll do that later. I, I'd like to go deeper into the John Wick trilogy. As we can, even though this is just a, well, I mean, <laughs> this fucking movie review has gone an hour, but I'd like to go deeper into the John Wick trilogy mm. and and talk about you know each scene and just and 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 
talk about how the characters don't evolve. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're not supposed to. Yeah, this only take this takes place over roughly you know a month time or however long. Yeah, and it this takes. then this movie I think the movie the yeah the movie itself I think takes place over maybe a week because you know the traveling overseas and then back and yeah it, um takes place four days after the first film. John Wick Chapter Two takes place four days after the first film, and John Wick Three takes place immediately after Part Two. Part Two. And takes a couple, maybe, let's just say, takes a couple weeks because he has to fly. Or he's on a fucking boat to Morocco. He doesn't fly. Yeah. He's on a boat. So how long does it take to, to go from New York City to fucking Morocco on a boat? Uh, a while. <laughs> uh, definitely a while. I think it takes like a, at least a week or two. Oh, I got to spell Morocco right. Morocco Mole. <clears throat> how long to travel? How to travel? I don't care. How long does it take? Um, well, um, I, when I was, uh, I gave this guy a ride one time that, um, he was taking a flight to 35 days. Yeah. He was taking a a flight to, um, Rhode Island. Um, and then he was going to meet with his friend. They were going to get on a sailboat and they were going to sail all the way to Spain. And he said, I think he said it was going to take at least two weeks or more. Yeah. And that's, that's just a regular boat. Yeah. And I'm basing this off of, so the BBC world service, the story of Africa, the journey from Africa to North America was the longest. The journey could take as little as 35 days, but normally British and French ships took two to three months. Um, and the reason why I, I, I'm using this one is because if you look at the boat that he got off of, yeah. it didn't look like a standard freight freighter ship. It yeah. looked like a regular wooden boat, like mm-hmm. fucking Noah's Ark or whatever it was. Yeah. So let's just, say, let's just say it took two weeks, okay? Let's say it took two weeks. Yeah. So... Four days plus two weeks. Now you're almost a month into How it. far is that? About six, let's just say, what, six, seven thousand miles away? Uh, uh, let's see. The distance from Boston to England is the same distance as Boston to LA. So that's 3,500 miles plus another 3,500, give or take. Well, mm-hmm. not 35. Let's say, yeah, about 5,500 miles. Okay. So if you were on a boat going 50 miles an hour, so in 10 hours, you'd go 500 miles, right? So, yeah. So in 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 at twenty uh, you know twenty hours you would go a thousand so a thousand miles a, technically you go a thousand miles a day if you're going fifty miles an hour in a boat which fifty miles an hour is pretty fucking fast I mean it's it's right there on the tip of fucking Africa yeah at the at the top so is that where the Rock of Gibraltar is yeah so, close to it so um so yeah it, um if you're going a so, thousand Casablanca if, if you're going a thousand miles a day going fifty miles an hour on a boat. You could get, you could go across, uh, if it, if it is six, let's say it's 6,000 miles away, then it would take six days. Give or take. 1,400 miles to go from Long Beach to Puerto Vallarta. Um, and the reason why I'm looking this up is because that's, that's how long we, this is what we did when we took our cruise. Yeah. So it, it, Long Beach to Puerto Vallarta is 1,500 miles. Okay. That's, uh, that. It's 28 hours. And how fast was the boat going? I don't know. Normal cruising speed of a boat. I, I don't know. 75 miles an hour. Damn. No. It's <laughs> fast. 40, 40 miles an hour. Take a nap. We're here. Yes. That's what it felt like. Uh, it took three days to get down there. Okay? okay. So that's that's 28 hours. Yeah. Three days. So. That's 72 hours. No. 28 hours in three days. So that's... um. That's nine. 
Nine, nine goes into 28 three yeah. times. So that's... 3.3. There you go. Nine, nine hours. 3. 3. So, yeah, nine nine hours a day mm-hmm. before, you, you know, the one you hit. I don't have time to do the fucking math. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, anyway, he, it, it took him at least a week to get from New York to fucking Morocco. At least. 3,600 miles. That's it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then he. I mean, then... If yeah, if he was going fifty miles an hour, what what's the what's the the average speed of a boat? Not that fast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's probably like twenty five, thirty, or they call it by knots. I don't know how fast a knot is compared to miles Let's say per hour. One of the container ship, twenty four knots, mm-hmm. which is uh thirty three point three to thirty seven kilometers per hour. Look, come on, just give me speeds. Knots, twenty four knots is what? I don't have time. Twenty seven miles an hour. Okay. Okay. So four hours, thirty-seven hundred miles. Four hours would be yeah okay. So, so in a twenty-four hour period, yeah, take a week. Oh, I'm sorry, twenty-seven <laughs> miles per hour. Let's see, thirty-seven. Okay, sciencing. I don't want to do math. There, it's six hundred miles a day. It's six hundred miles a day, so it would take six days. Six times six is thirty-six. So it would take about six or seven days to go that. Six times six. Yeah, just break it down. So. If you if I break it down to twenty five miles an hour, four times twenty five is a hundred. Six times six times four is twenty four. So for how many hours are in a day? So that'd be six hundred. Six times that would be six times a hundred would be tw- um, six hundred. So technically, if you're going tw- if you're going twenty five miles an hour, you can go six hundred miles in a day. Okay, so six hundred miles in a day, ten days would be six thousand miles, right? So half of that, 3,000 miles, would be five days. So you add another one, that'd be 3,600. Or if you went 100 miles per hour, it would take you 37 days. 37 right? hours. It would take you 37 hours. That's what I meant. 37 hours. Yeah. So you divide it by one-fourth or multiply it times four. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 37 hours times four. Yeah. Okay. So um, it'd be um, 12,000, <laughs> 12, 14,800. Hours. No, that's way too much. All right, well, we're doing, we're breaking it down, so... I. Four is thirteen thousand eight hundred. Fifteen thousand eight hundred, sorry. Is that right? It's like just call fourteen thousand. Well a quarter of thirty seven would be nine. So it would take about nine roughly nine days or so. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I can't do math. I don't care. Okay. It's simple. So you do thirty seven hundred divided by twenty seven and that's how many hours. Yeah, I just take. didn't want to fucking break out the goddamn calculator. hundred and thirty seven. So it would take hundred and thirty seven hours. Okay. Okay. 137 divided divided by 10 days. 24 equals 5.7 days. So, like I said, six days. I'm saying 10. I remember I originally said six fucking days and that was right. 5.7. So, yeah. So, yeah, it would take. Okay. So, so let's then it took him a week. It it, it took him long. What if it took him longer than a week? Yeah. So, let's just say two weeks. Okay. Okay. Two weeks to get to Morocco. Yeah, he had a couple martinis or or, cocktails or whatever. Yeah. No. Put his feet up, healed a little bit, you know, from all those wounds. Plus whatever else he had to fucking do, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, two weeks. He gets to Morocco. I remember there was something you said in the movie. Uh, we were watching it. You're all, he never misses. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't fucking miss. Because yeah. when his life is on the fucking line, he dude. beat he, a dude up with a book. Yeah. That guy was a player. He was um, an NBA player. Uh, what team was he out from? I don't care. Right. I thought you maybe you know since you're such a sporty. I know you don't follow basketball. Anymore. I don't follow basketball anymore. Um, yeah, that guy's on an NBA team. I just can't remember what. Oh, I never saw that, motherfuckers. 
Purdy. I love Colin Purdy there. I think that's what it would have been. All right. So, what are your highlights of the movie? Well, the book beating. <laughs> yeah, the library goes. He's like, what is it? It's like it's fourteen minutes. So who's gonna notice, right? Um, well, gonna kill you now. Yeah, this is where we were. Um, the bike, the bike sequence. Yeah, where they were in, you know, and then the the horses, the horse, the bike. Yeah, the fucking horses in the stable, <laughs> the dogs, uh, the fucking the knives where you kept throwing all the knives into the guys. Uh, yeah, God damn, that was amazing. I just kept breaking more glass, getting more weapons. I, I just I, I'm watching the scene. I'm like, okay, when's this glass gonna break? When's this? You know, when's he gonna break another fucking panel? Yeah, and uh, those guys look really comfortable. Like, yeah, we're in fucking Puerto Vallarta or wherever. Because of the imaging, those people almost look like they're just put there, like you know, like like uh, photoshopped into the the, the picture. <laughs> Payphones. Damn, that's weird. Dollar ninety nine cigarettes. See, look, there's a beach store, and then there's a senior frogs. I guarantee you that's. There's a fucking senior frogs right there somewhere. What's a senior frogs? What is that a bar? No, it's a fucking Walmart of goddamn tchotchkes. Okay. You've never heard of senior frogs? They're all over the goddamn place. Too. Um, you're telling me now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's the kind of the point about you know experiencing the world is learning about. No, the senior frogs before. is literally all over the place. All over. Oh my! I guess they need to brand better, huh? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I do not know senior frogs. I, I if I have ever heard of senior frogs, I forgot that I've heard about it. At one point, they were huge here. I think that's the monkey bar right there. No, that's the flea market. I was looking up because goddamn it, I want to fucking just live here. Hmm. It's totally. Is that McDonald's? Mm. All right, hold, on <laughs> hold on, I got. Let me get <laughs> fuck this shit now. Okay, now I can focus. Right. Um, uh, the scenes. Um. You got the bike scene and the horse scene. You got the uh, opening scene where he beats the shit out of a guy with a fucking book. Yeah, and then um, and then of course uh, the dog scene, the the when they were fighting with the dogs. Yeah, those are those are the scenes that are probably the most memorable. Everything else is just kind of the fight in the Continental. I mean, I, what stood out at the Continental for me was um, the two guys he fought. One of them, I believe, was Yen Wo Ping, uh-huh. um, who was the stunt coordinator for. Um, the, the Matrix trilogy. Uh, um, I love. I love the. Re- I, there's something about the respect between people like that. Respect between professionals, and when they're like, you know, when they they both had the knives at his face, and they could have killed him right there, and instead they let you know they let him get back up, and then they fight him some more. You know, like I'm fighting John Wick, right? Um, and then he does shows them the same respect, pretty much when he, you know he goes, "I'll be seeing you," you know, kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? When he fights the two guys right before he fights. The- yeah, but they died. They didn't die. They just fell. They just fell through the glass. They didn't die. You didn't see the guy jittering or anything else like that when he landed on his fucking head. I don't. I don't. I didn't see them die. He, no. He yeah, just, they were dead. They weren't fucking dead. Yeah, they were totally dead. No, because he said, "I'll be seeing you." Because it was like a respect thing. Because they didn't kill him when when they had the upper hand on him. Uh huh. And then he yeah, did the same the, thing. The, the guy that was jittering didn't I, land on his head at all. Look, I'll, I'll buy them. I'm going to buy the Blu-ray when it comes out. So I, I, I'm pretty much 100 percent positive he didn't kill them. Yeah, he could have killed them, but he didn't. Yeah, they're they're pretty much dead. And uh, and then of course his battle with the you know the fucking uh, you know the Damascus guy. I, I can't remember his name. You know the buddy. You know I just want a friend, the close sitter. Yeah, the <laughs> uh, 
shinobi or whatever they call them. The the uh, the sushi chef. Yeah. So um, it's. I mean, I I don't see those those fight scenes mean nothing because they already did them in in John Wick yeah. Chapter Two. No, in, it, in the it, Museum of Modern Art. No, I just um, I I, I mean I like the camaraderie between professionals. It's like um, it's like when you watch Pulp Fiction. I know I keep going back to this fucking movie, but it's like when Jules and Vincent get into an argument with each other, and when it starts to get really really heated, they'll stop for a second and go, "Now I respect you," right? And then they'll go back into their fucking bitching again. It's just to make sure that that level is is you know that's always there between them, so that no one goes too far over the top over the line. No, they they can go over the line. Now I respect you, but mm-hmm. anyone else that gets involved can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, it, all that the respect and whatever else, those fights were already done in chapter two. Mm-hmm. They were just taking them to the next level, especially you know like they had the modern art stuff going on with the digital screens in the background and the mirrors and whatever yeah. else. This just took it to the next level, where they would turn off the lights and turn on the lights in in the, the Continental or yeah. the, the special room. It, it was the also the dialogue between um, Wick and, and the dude. You know what the, dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. limit Keanu Reeves to dialogue in these movies. Well, the guy was saying more to Keanu than yes, Keanu was saying no, to him. I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Take me here. And what then, do I um, need to do? And then also the the adjudicator. Um, when uh, every scene that she was, or when Winston kept hang, you know, hung up on her on the phone when he's sitting in the vault, right? And it's just funny because no, like, no, no, it's not her. She's she she's rec- she recognizes as uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, binary, non-binary. Mm. They. Mm. You not you don't get it, do you? I'm waiting for you to break it down for me. I, I, she's non-binary. She doesn't recognize as a he or she. Oh. Look like a chick to me. So Okay. The adjudicator didn't seem like a female to you? She she's she, she looked like a female to me, but again, <laughs> she recognizes as non binary. Wh- wh- who who the character or the actress? The actress. Okay. I, I didn't know that, but I'm not going off of any of that. I'm just going off of what I'm I I'm just telling you that the character is also non binary, meaning that even though the actress's name is Asia Kate Dillon. Mm-hmm. That's her. That's why they never said he or she in the movie. Okay. She is she identifies as non-binary. Explained that around 2015, they began removing gender pronouns from their biography and auditioning for the part of Mason helped them understand their gender identity. So it's just either Kate or Asia or Asia Kate Dillon or the adjudicator. Okay. <laughs> Look, I, I knew it was going to come up at some point in the conversation that you know the whole the whole identifying as non-binary. Uh-huh. And that's fine. I didn't. I, people I, are people. I yeah. I, I didn't even know, dude. I, I just you have a female name, uh-huh. but you identify as non-binary. Then I will call you Asia or Kate or or whatever, but not they, not he, she, or anything else like that. Okay. I. So just say just say the adjudicator. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm glad that I don't have to change my labeling for myself. I am a guy, and I know I'm a fucking guy, and I'm going to call myself a guy. Asia didn't. That's how she identifies, or how they identify. I it, look. That's how the adjudicator identifies. If that, and that's, if it works for that them. person that way, then fine. But to me, it just seems like you're overcomplicating some shit. Uh, but okay. Like I said, if it works for them, it works for them. Yeah, it, it, it's their life. I don't care. Yeah. You know, does it affect me? Does it offend me? 
No. You know why? Because people, who am I to fucking say how people should live their lives? Right? Yeah. So So anyway. So lose weight, fatty. So she. she, I kid. (laughs) You know, I don't know. The way I look at it is, unless you were born a hermaphrodite, you're either born with a vag or you're born with a fucking cock. She is not. She is not a she. She is not a he. She does not identify. They do not identify. So just call Asia the adjudicator. Okay. So if you identify as Green Fucking Lantern, should I call you Green Lantern? Yes. Be civil. I am. I'm like okay. Look, if I was interacting with that person, out of respect for them, I would I would be like that with them. Then sure. then do it out of respect right now. I don't know. It kind of feels like conforming. It's conforming to a way a way of thinking that someone tells me I'm supposed to think. You're not supposed to think anything. It's being it's just being respectful to the person that that, that look. There are cer- certain things that I can abide by. Yeah. Being a rebel uh-huh. only goes so far. Yeah. At some point, being a rebel is also accepting people for who they are, and stop calling them he she if they don't want to be called he she. I'm not, I mean, I'm not purposely trying to sound malicious or anything like that. I but said I, you were. That's why. But I, if I I'm see just, a fucking duck, I call it a duck. Okay. Well, Asia is not a duck. <laughs> okay. It, so just call that person the adjudicator. Makes it a lot easier. Or I could just call um, Dylan. Or Dylan. <laughs> that's why they have three I, first names. I just, yeah. I, that's like, why I, I just, look, it's like I just said, so I, much I, easier to, to fucking, you know, put up with people's shit in some cases mm-hmm. because it's a fight that you'll never win. It's a fight not worth having. I, I, and, yeah. and it's a fight it's not worth having. I mean, we, you and I bullshit and we fucking talk. Uh-huh. And Look, I, I know what, when I'm pushing your buttons and I'm doing it on purpose uh-huh. and, and I'm doing it because I know it's a fight that neither of us are going to win. Uh-huh. It's just, we're just scrapping, you know. We're, we're dicking around. Yeah. We're having fun. Like, okay, like, like see if I met... Asia. Dylan. <laughs> I was going to say Mr. or Mrs. <laughs> Um, the adjudicator. Yeah. If I met that person in real life, I would totally respect their wishes. Then because respect their it, wishes it, now. Why? Don't be a dick. I, I, I don't. I Look, I'm not. I almost said not judgmental. Does that sound judgmental? Yes. Don't be a dick. Just That's why I just say call it. Call, call it. It's they. Asia, Cater, I look. I, I'm open to other things because, look, if I'm going to label myself as someone being progressive in thought, then I can't just completely shut something down. Yeah. So, I look, I don't have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like it. But it's their life. Yeah. So who the fuck am I to say whether or not it's, you know. Well, hey, what if you call someone an asshole and they say, I'm not a fucking asshole. Well, I'm still calling you an asshole. You're acting like an asshole. Okay, you're not an asshole. You're acting like one. So you just change the way you call them an asshole then. Right. You're acting like one. Okay. Well, she, you know, Dylan's looking like a girl. So, <laughs> How about that? No. The impression I got was of a female. Sorry. It's very hard. To, I mean. No, because that, I mean, that character. That in, is not a good picture. That character in Orange is the New Black, that's how, that's how Dylan looks. I know, but it's not it's on the not show. a good picture. But in the movie, it was actually attractive. I thought that the more they showed Dylan in the movie... Yeah. Yeah. That person is very attractive. Yeah. You know? 
And it, it and, and and she was born a female, except for the neck tattoo. I'm not a big fan of fucking neck yeah, tattoos. But, yeah, uh, like or chest tattoos or anything else like that. Mm. For some reason, it just doesn't get to me. But yeah. like the, on this one, it wasn't too. Uh, it wasn't annoying. No. Well, it it kind of was annoying, but it wasn't like um, sexually turning off. Uh-huh. It was a distraction. Like I, I kept wanting, I looking for, but I wanted to read. Like, does it say 18 on her neck? It may have on Dylan's neck, but. <laughs> But I mean, again, I mean, look, if like that person, like yeah. I was attracted to that person, yeah, like, and I'm like, damn, you know, yeah, damn, she's fine. That's what I, you know, because that's the way that the yeah. character is portrayed as is a female, yeah. And in in this sense, like the short hair and the neck tattoo, yeah, like I the generally like some people, some people can pull off tattoos, yeah, some people can't. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just weird that like you can have two people that are very similar standing next to each other with sleeve tattoos. Yeah. And you'd be like, wow, that's really fucking cool. And, and then the other, other one, one you'd looks, be like, looks trashy. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with and that? And not one? a good trashy. And and like similar goddamn tattoos done by the same guy, right? Yeah. And one just doesn't work and one works. Yeah. I just, it's just weird how the body is. Mm-hmm. But, well, look, whoever's listening, just understand this about me. I'm never, whatever. Don't it, defend yourself. Whatever, no, off. no, whatever. "Quote unquote ignorant comment I might I might make. I'm never purposely out there to fucking hate. Are you are you really bringing a disclaimer into this? I hate on someone. Fuck off with your disclaimer. We know you you're not you're not out there to fucking hate on people unless unless specifically you say I fucking dislike that person. But we don't know these people, and you don't know Asia Kate Dillon from fucking from a polyp in my asshole. Yeah, from a, yeah. I know. I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. It's gross, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, whatever. I look. look if people know From me, they know me. They don't. They don't. I, I'm not. You know. Like I said, live and let live. Whatever. If yeah. It, it. I mean, it, it. What it does is that actually opens up a conversation, a completely different conversation than what we're having, but it opens up a conversation where um, some people just are like this, and then they 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 are quote unquote non-binary or whatever. Yeah, and you just have to. That sounds exhausting. That you would probably have being in that position, you'd have to constantly correct people. <laughs> Say no, I'm not a woman. I think at some point you stop correcting them. You can just whatever. Yeah, kind of like how on. Peter Dinklage would. I would assume that he probably. No, would, Peter Dinklage fucking hates being called a dwarf. Yeah, or a midget or whatever. He fucking hates it. <laughs> like he literally will will go on a rant. So if, if he, you said something to so him. So he reacts like his character in Elf. Yes. He fucking hates the it. The business guy that just goes and beats the shit out of fucking Elf, out of Will Ferrell. Um, he's, a, he's an angry little elf. <laughs> um, uh, uh, is it Michael? Brad Williams. Brad Williams, who is also yeah, comedian, a midget. Yeah. yeah. He's like... I am not Wee Man. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, I, I adore being a dwarf or a midget or whatever you want to call me. He, I, I'll fucking, I'm a midget, right? Yeah, he embraces it. I, I totally embrace it. Peter Dinklage doesn't. Yeah. He, he understands that he's, he's a dwarf. He understands, but he does not, he, he doesn't embrace it. Yeah. Like, like if you listen to his commencement, like when he did that speech in front of one of those colleges, uh-huh. they paid him a shitload of money for. Right. He doesn't mention, like, he talks about his adversity growing up. He never once mentions his fucking height at all. Right. It's all about just the struggle to just become an actor. Right. And, and that's fine. That's, that's who he is. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of respect it. It's the elephant in the room. We all fucking know it's there. So, but, we'll, you know, yeah, it, but embrace your fucking, 
I, I got look, my ass cheeks are on my hips. Embrace it. Uh-huh. Embrace the love. <laughs> That's where my ass cheeks landed. Uh-huh. That's where it is. I can't help it. Uh-huh. Okay. I got small hands. Okay. Embrace it. Yeah. Deal with it. So whatever. I got weird I got weird fucking pointer fingers. They're, they bug the shit out of me. Whatever. Makes you unique. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I've got anti ass. I've got no ass. Yeah. I like I look like No, you got fat guy ass. You got you got fat guy ass. No, fat guy ass has bubble butt. Fat no, guy no, ass no. has bubble butts. No. Most you have the atypical super fat guy. Don't get me. Don't. I'm confused. Well, super fat guys are, are guys that are over 250 pounds. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it estimated opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I am morbidly obese. I am called by clinically. I am called morbidly I, obese. I know, but you, yeah. But any any. Even though I've lost 82 pounds. Any so male that's above six foot three, uh-huh. 250 is like like almost normal. Okay. You're you're above that, but that, that's not the point I'm trying to make. Mm. If you watch, if you just go to Walmart and people watch, anybody that, any guy that's walking around, they don't have tank ass. Mm. They have no ass. It's just, it's just like a fucking board. It's yeah. like, it's like they, they were lying down yeah. and like the Darth Vader table, right? <laughs> and it just, and then they were molded out of dough yeah. and then they were just flipped up mm-hmm. and then slid down and then started walking. Like I, I, my ass without, any fucking clothes on looks like a a drawing from a Shel Silverstein I, book. I don't even want to know. You ever seen people's no, asses it, in Shel Silverstein? Like, don't be like. I'll um, bet you're just light in the attic. I, ugh, I don't even want to think about it. Thanks. Oh, don't worry, cause I'm be I'll be working on that ass, squats. and I'll be doing some squatty squatties once the you know. Are you doing squats now? Fuck that, dude. I do yoga. Yeah. I do yoga. I do just shit ton of walking. Yeah. I do I do Christopher walking. Uh, okay. Whatever. Christopher Crossing. <laughs> I gotta cross that street. <laughs> Here we go. Asphalt never scared me. <laughs> Assassins do. The Walking Dead. <laughs> God damn it! That's funny. Well, they make that a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> I've been waiting for them to do that, but the God damn dead. it, it's so it's so <laughs> fucking funny. And I had been thinking about that ever since, like, season one. A bunch of walkers walking around going, wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Up my ass. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, they're, they're just carrying watches, and they just got to, they're trying to shove it up people's asses. No, no, no. It's just, it's just a different, it's different Christopher Walken's. From different movies, Dead Zone, yeah. fucking Deer Hunter, all the that prophecy, shit. you know. Yeah, you yeah. could have pre-Vietnam. Wow. Yeah, you could have pre-Vietnam Christopher Walken from Deer Hunter, and you could have just like from every one of his movies. Yeah, he goes because you see how he looks at the beginning, or, of or from Hunter. Saturday Night Live as he plays, you know, the Continental. The Continental, yeah. The inter- is the International. Con- the International. Yeah, he plays the International. Yeah, <laughs> the Continental. Hey, <laughs> I'm an assassin. How are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Joe Dirty. Oh God damn it, man! That that would be oh, that's that would be a good skit. See, The Walking Dead. I I had that idea for years, man, and I never. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So get into the news. All right, so yeah, we we both highly recommend John Wick Three. Absolutely. I I, I John thought, doesn't think John <laughs> John 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 Spiegel doesn't think it's as good as the first one. Joe Spiegel. I, however, think it's better than the first one. 
And look, I think it's on par with the first one. It really is. It's it's like it's close as fucking possible. Well, the reason why I think it's better is it's better filmed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The sequences is. are better uh, yeah. choreographed. Def- yeah. Yeah. And the story is better. Yeah. I, I agree. So you agree on all three points, uh-huh. and yet the first one's not. Fuck you. Yeah. Let's get on to the news. Just like my favorite Lord of the Rings movie is The Fellowship, even though Return of the King is considered the best. Yeah. Um, hey, it takes all kinds. But I love all three, so it doesn't fucking really matter. Yeah, it doesn't right? matter. Yeah. It's like people, you know, Now we got to wait for part four to come oh. out in two like, years. Oh, do you pick Picard or Kirk? Wow. Oh, why can't I love them both? You know, or Star Wars or fucking, uh, you know, uh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Uh, why can't I love them both? I like Star Wars. I love I, them both. I see. I, I'm not. I I I'm I'm okay with Star Trek. I like the gen, next generation better than I like the original. Yeah. I could care less for Deep Space Nine or Voyager or. Yeah, Voyager. What was that other one? There was the one with Scott Bakula. <laughs> yeah. There was um. That was called um. It, that was just called Enterprise. Right. And then there is another one. Then you have the 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 um. Was Voyager the one with Discovery? Uh, is the new one that's out now with Captain whatever her name Jane is. Janeway. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't care for that. Yeah. No. It. I watched I watched the whole thing. I binged that fucking show, and I watched the first season. Yeah, the first season was the budget was too low, so they never went on a planet really ever. It was almost the whole season was like inside the ship. Yeah, and, just, um, and then finally the budget opened up, and they were. Able, but my biggest problem with that show was that the it casting sucked. was horrible. The I could never fully get into the cast. It was just bad casting. Yeah. Until yeah. they brought uh, what's her name on? Yeah, yeah. When they brought Jerry, um, Jerry, uh, oh, well, I almost said Hallowell. I know. That's from fucking Spice Girls. Um, Jerry Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. When they brought in the six of nine, <laughs> I mean five of nine. Six of nine's better though. Um, yeah, she helped out when she was the when she brought her Borgesnish. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it just most of the cast was just a bad bad choice of actors for it, you know. And they acted fine, just didn't have that. There's nothing, yeah. It wasn't yeah, like it was it. just bland fucking actors. I, I just yeah. didn't care for them. Yeah. You know, um, anyway, yeah, you watch that and, you know, juxtaposed to fucking Next Generation. I mean, every you love everyone on that shit. So, um, yeah, well, we're, where the fuck were we on this whole thing? What do you mean? I, I don't even like, well, just all people, you know, having to choose all that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, why can't you just love it all? I want to embrace it all, man. Okay. Embrace it all. Embrace it all. You know, because it's a hippie approach right? because segregation is the way yeah, yeah you're probably right all right so um yeah fuck dude trailers the uh the dark fate trailer for terminator is going to finally come out in a couple days for, for us to by see. the time you guys hear this the terminator dark fate trailer will be out yeah so you know why even fucking talk about it right <laughs> no no because yeah. you know all right and then uh we got the full trailer for uh once upon a time in hollywood yes that was really good that was good and uh Found out that the movie is 159 minutes, which is, you know, that's over two and a half hours long. Which, hey, you know, the more Tarantino you give me, the better. So the movie's getting a, a lot of applause at the Cannes Film Festival. A lot of applause. Um, I didn't read anything about it, though, because I don't want any spoilers. I don't want to know how the movie ends. I don't even want to know all the actors that are in it. I, I just don't. I don't even know if I want to watch this trailer again. We don't have to. We don't have to. I mean, we've fucking been doing this shit for almost two hours. We'll watch this trailer. <laughs> I'm Rick Dalton. It's my pleasure, Mr. Schwartz. I'm in my office. Put it there. That's your son? No, that's my stunt double, Cliff Booth. Last night, we watched a Rick Dalton double feature. <laughs> All the shooting. <laughs> I 
love that stuff, you know, with the killing. A lot of killing. Anybody order fried sauerkraut? you forget it. God damn it. Every time, every time I see this trailer, every time I see these trailers, mm-hmm. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Luke Perry, Margot Robbie, DiCaprio, Russell, Pitt. I wonder if uh, Kurt Russell is going to be Stuntman Mike like he was in Death Proof. I hope so. That would be except, so cool. Except uh, different time period, I know. Yeah. But well, fuck it. Who gives a shit? You it could be Stuntman Mike's dad. Yeah. It could be Daddy Mike. And then, uh, um, what else? She got a great ass. Fucking Pacino, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we, uh, that comes out on July 26th, which is two months. Not far away. Yeah. So, we'll be checking that motherfucker out, I'll tell you that. All right. Um, <laughs> are you excited for Angel Has Fallen? No. Come on, man. It's going to be the third in the in the Fallen trilogy. With no. Gerard Butler's character where he's no he's now on the wrong side of the law. <laughs> he's on the run. <clears throat> just like uh uh the movie we just talked about earlier, Taken Three, and still never seen it, but Liam Neeson's character's on the run, right? Because he's misunderstanding. Yeah, exactly. There we go. So the trailer for Angel Has Fallen came out. And I don't yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Right. <coughs> I can't believe they. I, I didn't even think they were gonna make two movies. They made fucking three. I, I mean, it gets to the point where how many times do you have to save the president from a fucking assassination attempt? <laughs> uh, at least three times. Stupid. At least three. All right. Uh, the Toy Story four. The uh, the second full trailer came out. Yeah. In the the, the plush rush. <laughs> That was, fucking, that was really funny. That was pretty fucking funny. And then you notice they, uh, I wonder if they purposely kept playing a little extra of Keanu Reeves' character as the stunt bike guy, the evil Knievel guy. Oh, I didn't know that was Keanu. Yeah, and I bet you they, they did that on purpose just so that you, because of John Wick being popular right now. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, 
I oh uh, the Westworld uh, season three trailer came out, yeah. which you know what I mean it's still an interesting show. The first season was the best though. Um, I'm done with Westworld anyways. Are you? Yeah. Okay. And then I brought up this one just in case you wanted to just suffer um, for two minutes. There's another movie with a fucking talking dog. Nope. Called The Art of Racing in the Rain. And uh, Kevin Costner does a voice of this dog that's with this guy who races cars. And he's there with him every step of the way. No. No. But you didn't let me finish. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried plays the, plays the love interest. And the dog willingly accepts her into their, their home. Fuck. No. And the dog has been racing with him forever. So the dog knows everything about the racing with him. And yes, there's this constant Kevin Costner inner dialogue going on with the dog. You sure you don't want to see it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, yeah, that's it with trailers. But um, there was a uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd announced that he had uh, made a uh, a prequel. He wrote a prequel to uh, Ghostbusters set in the 60s where they're all in school together. Were they, was it high school? Uh, Ghostbusters High, where they meet in Jersey in 69. Yeah. Um, looking to do that as probably a glorified feature or pilot within maybe the next five years, <coughs> which would lead to a television project, and I thought of Jason immediately for that. It's on his desk, but that's years away from the current project. It's a neat idea for a prequel. Imagine casting the three characters as teenagers. We have at least one or two other concepts for Ghostbusters, and then we'll look at doing the prequel, which will be a perfect button in all we've done up to that point. <laughs> I mean, they know each other well enough that, you know, if you watch the movies and whatnot. So. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. It it seems kind of odd to me. I mean, I know that uh, you said something about um, Ray's character said that you know there was things in the past, but yeah, it's Tobin's spirit guide and everything else, and yeah. and everything that has happened in the original Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, there are references to other things happening and have happened previous. And it's not the ghosts just appeared. Yeah, well, I okay, I just I do remember this though. They won't they shouldn't be able to catch any ghosts because Ray says in the fucking original Ghostbusters he goes, with these new readings, we uh, I think we uh, there's a good chance that we'll be able to con- t- capture and actually contain a ghost. Capture and contain. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that they weren't able to capture before. Are you going to give it like an attorney fucking break answer that, like that? Seriously. Yeah. That that doesn't mean that they weren't able to capture. They said capture and contain. Mm-hmm. means that they had difficulties in the past trying to capture and keep a ghost so that they could study it, right? Yeah. And that's what that's what I think that means. It just, I mean, based off of, of watching the original Ghostbusters at the beginning of that film, it seemed like even though those guys wanted to do the paranormal stuff, it didn't seem like they ever altogether saw any paranormal shit together before that library. It's possible, but so, I, you know, that's what's trying to throw me off about you know doing a prequel where they're but because, but they have Tobin's spirit guide, so yeah. that throws everything out of whack, anyways. Well, I mean, a book is a book. That doesn't no, mean it's that, not a book. They have Tobin's spirit guide, and they have Egon that readily reads from Tobin's spirit guide, yeah. who is a scientist. Okay, so put two and two together. Hey, just because you read the I Bible, hate fucking just because you read the Bible doesn't mean you fucking walk Tobin's with Tobin's spirit guide is not a a Bible. It's actual events that have happened throughout history. Okay. And they're not just events that are hearsay. There's actual physical evidence of these events happening. Okay. It's in the movie. Okay, but just because he has a book doesn't mean that he experienced it. It has nothing to do with him experiencing it. 
they have a guide that has told them with physical evidence. Ooh, cool idea. Where everything has happened and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What about to get around my my little plot hole thing that I think there is? What if every episode is where he reads from the Tobin Spirit Guide and then they just put themselves into that, that situation in the past or whatever the events happen and it's just them and, and, and you know, it, it sounds weird. Do you know what I'm saying? No. No, I can't fathom anything that goes through that head sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your support. I appreciate that. Um, I swear to God, if you bring up fucking time travel and throw my Coke at you. Not time travel. Not time travel. They go back and do something through this Tobin spirit guide. But when they're when he's like, say each episode's about him reading another story, like tales from the crypt. You know, and then it, so it'll go back into that time. Like you, you'll you know, you, it's like you get to visually see with the story as he's reading it, and then their care those actors are just characters in the story being told from the past. I get it. Sounds good. Yeah, that's. What I'm trying to get, so. except that's not what they want to do. No, I guess I don't. I mean, I like the idea better than what he has, mm. which is to take Tobin's spirit guide and fucking tales from the cryptid. Okay, yeah. Hey, look, as long as it isn't fucking, <laughs> I almost said Kevin Feige. Who's the other guy? That guy, the guy who did the Ghostbusters re- uh, reboot. I can't remember. Anyway, Kevin Peter Hall. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Bridesmaids. I know. He did bridesmaids. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I, I look. It's Ghostbusters, man. Let's fucking do Ghostbusters, right? Let's get the first one out of the way, then we'll go from there. Yeah. All right. Um, if you know anything about uh, anyone who knows who Jason Mitchell is, he played Easy E in um, in the uh, Straight Outta Compton, which yeah. I I remember when I did my review for that movie because mm-hmm. I I remember that year I went and saw it by myself um, for whatever reason. I think we did a two for or something. Sick. That, yeah. And so um, I didn't. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I remember his performance as Easy. He was a very sympathetic character. He was very interesting, and I, he was an actor that you know I wanted to pay attention to because um, I could tell that you know in future projects that you know this guy's probably going to be pretty fucking good, right? And so I um I, I looked up this article about him, and apparently this motherfucker's being dropped from hell of stuff. You know, he's being dropped from hella hella from multiple projects because. All right. Well, here, let me give you a, a quick list of what he's been in recently. He's been in Mudbound, excellent movie on Netflix, up for a bunch of Oscars. Detroit, which I also saw by myself and did a review for. And that was a very, he was good in that. Uh, Kong Skull Island, you know, he was good in that. Uh, and then Straight Outta Compton. So, I mean, the guy's been in some stuff. But apparently he's been uh, dropped from Showtime's show, um, the third season of uh, called The Chi. Um, Don't he, know anything about it, but okay. He's also... Um, uh, He's no longer going to be starring in the Netflix film called Desperados. All right. Okay. And his reps, um, including um, UTA and uh, and uh, authentic talent and uh, literary management, have uh, dropped him. Okay. And it, 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 um, it indicates that it's all because of uh, multiple and serious allegations of inappropriate behavior. So what, what does that mean, though? I know it doesn't go into fucking detail about what the inappropriate behavior is. Just says that Mitchell was involved in an earlier incident while filming the Chi, which had reportedly been resolved. So um, I guess uh, it says he was in, um, involved in an offset incident during production of Desperados as well. So uh, I mean, this guy accused someone once. You're skeptical, but he accused multiple times on different fucking projects. Something's a little fishy there, you know, with the guy. So 
I hope that there's just I I I like the guy as an actor, so I hope that the shit gets resolved. But I don't know. That sucks. It just sucks that uh someone that promising as an actor uh might have uh burnt his bridges for being uh you know, <coughs> being unsavory. Yeah. So, all right. Um, quickly, I wanted to mention um the Game of Thrones ending without giving any spoilers away because Mike still hasn't watched it yet. Um, like I don't know what happens. I still um R matey. I don't agree with the petition that um, over a million people have signed about um, telling wanting HBO to redo the entire final season, which they won't do, and I don't, and I don't think they should. So fucking stupid. Look, the redo way do the final season. The way I look at Game of Thrones is this show is all about the journey, not the destination. Because all the way building up to this final season was fucking excellent. I loved it. This final season had moments, but overall, especially with this final episode. I was totally underwhelmed in more so many goddamn ways. The the characters just there was it just nothing fucking worked. It, it just was lame. It was boring. It was plotting. It, it just oh god. It didn't even feel like it was done by the same people, like the same writers or anything. It just you know, like no. I said, completely underwhelmed. I was completely underwhelmed by by everything. The the final time you see all these characters, it just Nothing, nothing hit, nothing, nothing. It just, it was all just weak, you know, and any major deaths, they, they didn't feel like anything special. It just, it felt almost like they're just saying, let's get it over with. Let's just fucking get this over with. Season eight is an extension of season seven. It's really not season eight. Yeah. I mean, look, if I, if then personally, I think that that's what they should just do is combine seven and and eight together and it would just be one season. But still, even if you watch those two together, I'm I'm pretty positive these final six episodes, with the exception of number two, episode two was really fucking good, but otherwise, just everything just kept being lack fucking luster, man. And, and the resolve with all of it just did not hit at all. It, it, it it's almost like a contradiction to how well the show had been running up to that point. And so, I like I said, underwhelming. Um, they don't really have anything to go off of. It's just scripts that they had to write uh, because Martin hasn't finished the goddamn book. Well, he's there as a creative advisor, so I mean, he can tell them how they could, you know, give them the info they need to end it with. But, um, well, he did. He had to sign off on the scripts. Look, regardless of what the reasoning is for it, it still was under fucking whelming, and it sucks it ended that way. But that doesn't it doesn't change my overall love for Game of Thrones. I still love. It's still one of my favorite shows of all time to this point. And I'm still going to end up buying the entire series um, when once it's all together and it's at a decent price. So um, whatever, you know, like I said, the, for the show, it's all about the journey, not the destination. So whatever, fuck it. Um, so uh, PlayStation, they um, Sony announced that they're going to come out with their own PlayStation film company. Yes, I don't care. You don't. You don't care. <laughs> I bring it up because it's a fucking weird thing. I, I, you know, it seems like everyone's going into their own, like, okay, I well, this these guys have a certain amount of content. These guys have a certain amount of content. So let's just do our own separate thing. And you know, Disney's got their own streaming now, and CBS has their own fucking access thing, and you know, and so on and so forth. So now, now we're getting into the video game. Hold realm. on a second. It's come back down to three channels: NBC, CBS, and ABC. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, because ABC and Fox are owned by the same motherfucker now, right? 
Yeah. Well, again, there is no Fox. There really is no Fox. I feel like what I'm saying is, is that the original three channels were ABC, NBC, and CBS. Yeah. And then you had your independence channels, right? And yeah. then Fox got into it because they wanted a, they wanted their own piece of the pie. Right. So they started their Fox TV network or whatever the fuck it is, you know, with Married with Children and, and Cops, and, yeah, and Simpsons, and um, well, Tracy Ullman, yeah, that <laughs> that too, and then um. But they had to have a forty hours per week original programming. That was that's like the the fucking the law or whatever it is. But it's just funny that it's come back down to the three original networks. Yeah. So um, this PlayStation Film Company, it's you know they want to make live action versions of all their most popular games like Metal Gear Solid and Uncharted and other stuff. I I, I you know what I really don't care either because most most video games, with the exception of fucking Detective Pikachu, they don't usually do video games. Mm. Movies very well, so yeah, they suck. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I know you like this one, The Invisible Man. Ooh, ooh, yeah. NBC so Universal. I didn't, I didn't know this, but um, the um, Universal Dark Universe thing that they were doing with all their monster movies, uh-huh. they got rid of that. They're not doing. They decided to get rid of that. So, gosh, I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, they announced that. Uh, uh, Universal and Bloomhouse have announced that in on March 13th of 2020, um, they will be releasing H.G. Uh, Wells' The Invisible Man, which is directed by uh, Lee Wanells. Uh, I'm sorry, Lee Wanell. He directed uh, that movie called Upgrade, uh, which is actually not a bad fucking movie. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, if you've ever seen the trailer for it, have you seen Upgrade? You should watch Upgrade. <laughs> anyway. It's gonna be, it's gonna be coming out the same day as Godzilla versus Kong, which is not smart. Don't you don't release the Invisible Man with God, you know, against Godzilla versus Kong. Well, it depends on who's directing Godzilla versus Kong. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. Whatever happened to Gareth Gareth Edwards? Oh, he's uh he's still doing shit. Like, um, like stuff. <laughs> I just saw him. Fucking disappeared after Rogue One. Uh, let's see. You know, that's a that's a that is a good question. Ask. I mean, Gareth. I mean, Rogue One is not a bad movie. Just uh, not my full cup of tea. It was okay. All right, that's right. Because he did Godzilla. That's right. Okay. Um, shit. His name's not on anything uh, in the future. <laughs> I've been sharing our uh, podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And Kendrick replied to your story, dude. My dad is Joe from that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude. I, I wonder, what the fuck happened to that motherfucker? Huh? Hmm. Yeah, he disappeared off the face of the earth. Come on, bro. So it says that in May 2016, Edwards uh, exited Godzilla: King of the Monsters in an amicable split with the studio to uh, work on smaller scale projects. But that's it. Rogue One's the last thing. Oh, well, it says he had a cameo role in the Last Jedi. But that's it. Other than that, he hasn't. It, there's nothing on uh, on Wikipedia about anything after that. Why? Why, Gareth? Where the fuck is you, man? The world may never know. All right. Um, so, I, I mean, are you are you a fan of The Invisible Man at all? Kind of. I actually like the Chevy Chase version. Yeah, I bet you did. Good. Memoirs of an Invisible Man. It was actually not bad. I got to see it again because I haven't seen it since it was new. and I, I didn't care for it then because I was a kid. I think it was a little too mature for me or something. Yeah, it just... it it. It doesn't delve into the psyche of being invisible where he goes crazy. Yeah. You know. Like in Hollow Man? Yeah. 
So Which I like Hollow Man. It just became a stupid killer movie near the end. But right. before that, the lead up to it I thought was really good. Yeah, the Invisible Man just goes just slowly dispens descends into madness. Uh -huh. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um all right. So uh Eyes of the Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> you don't all right, so uh, yeah, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, so yeah, Hulu <laughs> and uh, Fox Twenty One are teaming up, which you know they're owned by fucking Disney, so well, that's kind of weird. But <sighs> they're uh, they're going to be filming a uh, TV pilot for uh, Stephen King's Eyes of the Dragon. So you're not interested, though, huh? Not at all. I don't care until I see final product. Oh, okay, because well, I mean, why? Because what? I mean, what? what, what oh, I don't know. What's, what's with the pessimism? You mean Dark Tower was awesome? Let's go back into history and and. Go through every Stephen King movie. <laughs> it? Okay, with few exceptions. There's always... Dolores Claiborne? Dude, I mean... <laughs> Misery? You know, a dog gets lucky twice in its life, right? Yeah. I know. I, the, the sun shines on a dog's ass, you know. Yeah, clock. A broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. The uh, sun shines on a dog's ass at least twice a day. <laughs> I don't fucking know. All right, the I know. Sun, sun shines on a dog's ass yeah. at least once. Majority wise, yes. Most Stephen King movies are shit. Yeah. Even though, I, yeah, I don't yeah. say it. What fucking Maximum Overdrive? Just shut no, up. No, no, no. That was that <laughs> one. I, 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 you already ruined the term guilty pleasure for me, so I won't say that. It's I'll not just say the term. It's not a guilty. Pleasure. It's a fun. It's a movie. fun shitty movie. Fucking own it. It's a fun shitty movie. So, um, just like Graveyard Shift. Graveyard Shift is a fun shitty movie. You know. Not a great movie at all, but it's still fun shitty. Yeah, sure. Um, the graveyard shift. Uh, so yeah, okay. I maximum overdrive. <laughs> Gotta love the fucking Green yes, Goblin yes. on the on. The, I was I was attracted to the Green Goblin on the front of that truck. All right. Um, the uh, Dark Crystal series is going to be coming out on Netflix in August. Does that have a trailer? No, no, the trailer's not out for it yet. Why not? I, mean, I don't know. They're, fucking, is there, they don't want to wet our fucking whistle, I guess. I thought for sure there was a trailer out with it. Yeah, see, that's not two years ago. That's not, yeah. First look. No. Well, they, the, uh, anyways. Is it a first look? Uh, this is. is this just came out nine hours ago. Yeah. It'll be shit. It'll be shit. It'll be a lie. That It'll came be a clickbait lie. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not clicking on it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You won't believe these dark crystal fucking facts. <laughs> yeah. Ten facts you didn't know about the dark crystal part two. Yeah. Which never came out. All right. All right. And then lastly, um, Robert Pattinson uh, is the Batman. Is that the best choice? Um, There could be worse. I, look. No, no, no. Is that the best choice? N I Probably not. What could be worse than him? Willem Dafoe. Who? <laughs> okay. John Goodman. <laughs> Josh Gad. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Oh, God. He'd be called the annoyer. Brad Williams. Oh, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, midget fucking Batman. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Um, Fat Thor. I still, I still find it hilarious that... That Peter Dinklage played a giant dwarf in Infinity War. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Um, I wonder what his reaction was when he first found out about that character, if he laughed or not. Or he just stayed in serious face mode. Okay. I'll do it. Big paycheck. Sure. Space <laughs> pants. That's a good that's a good fucking skit. <laughs> All right. Um 
I'm singing about my space pants. Ooh, keep ducking. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So, uh, look, I'm going to give Robert Pattinson the benefit of the doubt because I have seen him in other things other than Twilight, and he's a good actor. There's no doubt about it. He was good in fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, Cedric Diggory. Uh, he was in a movie from a year or two ago called Good Time where he plays a drug addict. Um, very good in that. He was in a movie with Guy Pearce um, set in a post-apocalyptic world in Australia, and he was good in that. Um, and uh, Why so, not the dude that plays fucking Bucky? Okay, Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan. Yeah. Uh, no. Why not? I, no. I could, cause Why I'm, not? I'm picturing his face in there. He's got the eyebrows for Batman. I'll fucking tell you that. Robert Pattinson right there. He does. Why not? <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I don't see it. I just, I don't. Look, dude, I, I, people were pissed off about Ben Affleck being Batman. I was all for it. And if his character had been written fucking properly, he would have been fine. But Dude, he would look at the fucking square jaw on that motherfucker. He's, he's, yeah, he does have a, he does have an Affleck-ish uh, chin for that, so... I just think personality-wise, I can't see him being Bruce Wayne, which is weird to say because we've seen him in other things, and he, he's got range. Remember him in uh, I, Tonya? Yeah. As Galuli? Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> didn't even know. Yeah. Why Robert Pattinson is the best choice for Batman. Oh, or this one says the perfect. <laughs> we could have uh, Johnny Knoxville. Jake Gyllenhaal. Nope. Pass. Timothy Chalamet. Maybe he's a young baby Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Nope. Past. Michael B. Jordan? No. <laughs> Sorry. I, I like Michael B. Jordan as an actor, but Batman, no. It just doesn't work. You can't fundamentally change the character. Can't be black man? <laughs> ben Barnes. Oh, yeah. He played um, um, in Punisher. He was the back. He played Jigsaw in, in the Punisher TV series. Mm. Yeah. No, not Oscar Isaac. No. John and Ham, no. Uh, too old. He's not even, he's not a, I can see John Hamm playing Batman. Army mm. Hammer. Hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, I could see it as long like as I was first. He I was, would be fucking campy. I was it. ready to fucking completely dismiss it, and then I instantly like I right when I looked into his eyes, I'm like, hmm. I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, this is this is the Batman that Bruce Tim wants. Yeah. Right here. You, you know what? You're fucking right. Absolutely. Manu Bennett. Um, Spartacus. He was in Spartacus. Yeah, Manu Bennett could do it. Spartacus. No. <laughs> you don't think Jon Snow? No. <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> you know nothing about Batman, Jon Snow. Give a fuck about Jaden Smith. Jaden Get the I, fuck. Was he going to pout the whole time? I think we got enough pouting Batman from The Dark Knight Rises. No. You know what? I mean, we don't really know who uh, Bane, I mean, like Bane is supposed to be white or whatever. Yeah. You know who would be fucking great as Bane? Michael B. Jordan. Bane is supposed to be fucking um, Argentinian or, or, I'm sorry, he's from South America. Yeah, but Michael B. Jordan would be a fucking good Bane because it doesn't matter. I mean, Argentinians could be black or or, you know, lightly oh, like, yeah. colored. Like you we know. see, like, Dominicans and stuff. Yeah, uh, they like could Some be... are Mexican, some look fucking black as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Or, you know, or some of them are fucking pure white. Cares. But that's because, you know. Um, white is the red way, brother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Michael B. Jordan would be a, a good fucking Bane. Or, uh, or, 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 shit, it doesn't really matter who. 
Yeah, just yeah, you gotta get. Yeah, I mean, when are we ever gonna see a fucking Bane that actually has a South a- a South African South American accent? Oh. You know, I mean, because maybe, maybe he did have a South American accent. It's just that that translator thing was fucking with it. You know, like the big fucking wrestler guy that played him in Batman and Robin. Yeah. Right. And then you had then you had fucking Tom Hardy. Uh-huh. The, neither one of those, you know, you, Tom, you know, Tom Hardy did this fucking Sean Connery version of him. So, yeah. When are we gonna hear an Argentinian or whatever uh, Bane? I don't know. Eduardo Dorrance. <coughs> That's who he is. Vengeance of Bane. I'm here to destroy Batman. Well, so. Um, next movie that we're going to see. I'm not sure. We're either going to see Brightburn or we're going to see a, the Aladdin live action. Uh, I don't think Brightburn is going to be in theaters that long. So you think we should see that first? Because I, I don't think we're going to need a... Um, there's not going to be a um, an off week for like over a month. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not really... I don't really care to see Aladdin. I don't give a shit. Okay, I, I, I'm going to see Aladdin. I just don't know when. But maybe it'll just be an extra movie I see in a week. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not into it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not into seeing Aladdin, <coughs> particularly because I don't care to watch Will Smith. Yeah, pretend to be Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. That's that's my biggest. That's my biggest takeaway on this whole thing is that why didn't you just get Robin Williams to do Robin Williams? Just take all of Robin Williams' performance from the goddamn cartoon. Yeah, or animated movie. They had sixteen over sixteen hours. Yeah, they have sixteen fucking hours of outtakes of, of him of ad libbing. Yeah, well, that, yeah. some of them they couldn't use. Yeah, so take out eight hours of that. You still have eight hours of outtakes that you could throw into this movie. Here's and, some of column A, try all of column B. Right, <laughs> and still use everything and still have it be fresh material. Yeah, and just make the genie look like Robin Williams. Mm. I'm sorry, but I, you know, Will Smith is a fine actor, but I'm, yeah, I'm done. I, I'm I'm not doing it. If they're making, I mean, it's because they're making the movie look too much like they're trying to just emulate the cartoon completely. So, yeah, Will Smith throws it off big time. Yeah, I'm just I don't I don't care for his his hip hoppy attitude or shablamo. <laughs> I was getting more like of a a mild Tiffany Haddish vibe. From his you know, character, I was I, I was getting more of a of a fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> vibe from it. I you know, I, dude, I I want to. This is what I want to see from Will Smith. I want to see him do something John Wick like. Uh-huh. I want to see him. I mean, he's done serious mo- roles, which I mean, the the serious movies that he's done has just garnered so much fucking uh, amazing, uh, 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 whatever you call it, applause, acclaim, acclaim. You know, he was good in Focus. He was nominated for an Oscar for uh, Ali. Yeah, he was great in Ali. And Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah, and uh, but I, I want to see him. I, I want to see him do a fucking movie where it's like John Wick, where everything's on the line. Uh-huh. You know, just a super fucking hardcore action movie where every everything that he does is life or death, just like John Wick. Yeah, I, I want to see something like that from him. I think he could really do something like that. I, I want to see a couple of, like Leonardo DiCaprio. I want to see Leonardo DiCaprio do fucking something like that, you know? Yeah. Or yeah, I, I there, there's just there's very few people that I want to see try to do like a John Wick or a John Woo style hardcore fucking full on action movie. So a less less cheesy Deadshot. Yeah. 
A less shitty Deadshot. Actually, he was good as Deadshot. I didn't oh, yeah, him. he was fine. It's just the, the writing of the movie was fucking horrible. Yeah, and and I just... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing the. I'm not playing into the Aladdin game, where. Uh, you want to see the Lion King though, right? Maybe. Damn, you don't see it. Uh, yeah, I, I understand it. I I totally get why you don't want to. I do. I mean, it's how how do you best it? You can't. You can't. I mean, you the can't. only way that you can best it is by taking the movie, and doing the one thing that nobody would expect Disney to do, which is this. Go back to the original story. I mean, like, seriously, go back to the original story where the guy that comes and gets Aladdin is pretending to be his uncle, and Aladdin's the only one that can open the cave, and then he abandons Aladdin in the cave. Uh And then Aladdin comes home, and instead of becoming this great prince or whatever else, basically all he does is, is, uh, he doesn't wish, but basically that's what he does. He takes the... He has the genie make him dinner every night. And then they take the plates, the silver platters, and sell them and become rich from that. It's kind of a boring story. Mm-hmm. But it gets better after a while. And then I the dude so. comes back and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you really want to, look into the original story of Aladdin yeah. and check it out. It's, it's, it's interesting. That's, is that from Arabian Nights? No. Go look up the original story for Aladdin. Okay. I don't want. To, I don't want to tell you about it. I just want you to go look it up, uh-huh. so that way you can check it out for yourself and read into the it. original tale. <laughs> because me telling you and is not going to do it justice enough. Okay. <laughs> we don't have time for that on here. But uh, in future future podcasts and whatnot, we are going to delve deeper into the John Wick trilogy plus other trilogies and uh, go from there. Yeah, maybe we'll do our top ten movie trilogies. No. <laughs> go fuck ourselves then. I guess. Ah. All right. So I have a feeling we're going to see Brightburn this week then. Probably going to see Brightburn. Yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. Like I said, I'll, I'll probably just go see Aladdin on a, another day or something. Did you see the clip? Last thing. Did you see the clip of um, Prince Ali um, bit where um, from the movie where it, you know, it where Will Smith singing it? It's fucking, I truly hope that it is. Prince Ali, 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 Ababa. Yeah. I, I truly hope that that is like, before the the finished product kind of thing, because if it if it's like it is that that from that clip, I it's I'm sorry another use of the word, but under fucking whelming, it really is. No, no, I have not. Well, if you get a chance, just check out a a, couple, a few moments of it, just to see what I'm talking about, because it's like I said, it lame. I'm gonna leave you guys with this note. I had a dream. I thought you were gonna fart, <laughs> dude. I had a fucking dream, yeah. and it's my most bizarre dream yet. Have you ever dreamt of a vulture? Have you ever dreamt of vultures? I don't think so. Not even the ones from the Jungle Book. Have you ever dreamt of two animals that have been mashed together and attack you? No. Okay. Not that I can recall. Imagine this. Imagine a giant vulture, and it's somebody's pet. And that vulture has, in effect, an extra set of wings coming out, like like T like Rex arms, like a phoenix. Okay, no, okay. But they're giant bat wings. Uh-huh. So when he flies, yeah, the the wings are coming out from the front yeah. of the chest. So when it flies, the bat wings also spread out, but yeah. they're like arms. They have little because they have little claws on it. Yeah, 
It helps with more uh, aerodynamics, right? No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had a fucking dream I was eating, like, chicken. I was eating fried chicken. And this bird, I, and I have no idea whose house I was at. It was a, a friend's house or some shit like that. And they had this gigantic vulture, and it wouldn't leave me the fuck alone, right? Was and it making it was, like those those annoying screeches. It was it was talking or it was doing something, and then it <laughs> fucking jumped at me, <laughs> and then landed on me. And this not this is not a fucking <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> was that kind of vulture? No, that's a buzzard. And this fucking vulture grabs onto me. Uh-huh. With its legs, like a regular bird. So yeah. it's got one leg on, let's see, uh, how was it? I got one leg on my upper hip on my left-hand side uh-huh. and one on my, on my. but it wasn't clawed into me. It wasn't trying to eat me. It was yeah. trying to get the chicken, right? Oh, okay. And I had, I had put the chicken down. I had my hands in the air, and it was licking my hands like a dog, right? Yeah. Now, and, and the fucking bat wing things were gripping me like it was hugging me. So it, it jumped on me like it wanted to hug me, and it was trying to lick my fingers. Finger looking good. And that's exactly what I was. I said that. And <laughs> it's finger and, but, looking good. But that it's not a funny fucking dream. This is a goddamn nightmare. That sounds creepy. Because I have a vulture bat <laughs> slammed up against me with its claws digging into my skin. It's trying not to. Yeah. And it's basically just trying to, and it's not eating my hand. It's not trying to eat my hand. It's it's got like a big dog tongue, and it, you know, or, or thick. It's got a thick tongue, and it's all it is is trying to lick my hand, like a dog, like a dog would. And all you had to do was just let it. And and I, I, and I didn't want it to because it's fucking it's it's slimy, disgusting. Yeah. What kind of fucked up dream is that? You should have let it lick. That, you, you that's worse went, than the shit monster dream I had. Could have went microvesicles. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> what? Okay. What kind of fucked up dream, Mike? I Mike, a dream. What do you think it means? I don't know. How did it make you feel? <laughs> fucked up, dude. <laughs> the the vulture is the supreme image of scavenging and of death and transformation. Its symbolism depends on what the vulture is doing in the dream. <laughs> it's trying to eat chicken. <laughs> uh. If it's sitting and watching you, it means that you should be aware of people around you who are waiting for you to make mistakes. If the vulture is eating prey, it is an indication that you will soon overcome any obstacles. And if you kill the vulture, it is a sign of good luck. Uh, I did neither. It attacked me. It sort of attacked me. You were just annoyed by it, it seemed like. As the ultimate, it was like, it was like a pet. Yeah. Uh, the dream may suggest that you feel like others are picking on you or that someone you know is taking advantage of you. To dream of vultures signifies that you are unable to reconcile misunderstandings with a friend, maybe a long illness that may bring death and misery. Oh, great. Uh, That's okay. (laughs) Not that I needed that. The appearance of a vulture in a dream can indicate that you feel lonely. Okay, well, that makes more sense. If a woman dreams of a vulture, it means that she will be subject of gossip and slander. The dream vulture can sometimes represent your feelings about a person who is about to die or some circumstance in which you are feeding on the bad luck of someone else. Um... That's uh, that's kind of like this isn't just a vulture. It's like a vulture bat, a vulture bat mix. Um, Mike, I gotta get up at five fifty in the morning. Let's just do the let's let's look up bat first. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> Meanings of animals and creatures. Well, look at um, hybrids, animal hybrids in dreams. Um, what would an animal hybrid signify? 
The only mammal that can truly fly, bats come out only at night and have internal radar. Because bats are using Halloween. Okay. Vampire bat. <sighs> Animal hybrids. All right. We'll do that. A hybrid being appearing in dreams can mean you have made things in your waking life larger than they are. Dreams of hybrid being often represent the negativity and fears that live within you, your personality traits, thoughts, beliefs, habits, and other negative things about you. Okay. Whatever. It's trying to look my hand. <laughs> this may be a time they are clawing their way to the surface. Uh, it's a warning. You are going the wrong way. You're heading down the wrong path. You need to change direction completely before it destroys you. Uh, Fucking it's the podcast. <laughs> maybe the warning <laughs> is about a bad habit that does you no good. Do you smoke or drink, or can you be a nasty gossip? It can also mean monster-like hybrid things can represent childhood fears, failure. Okay, whatever. Uh, chasing you. If it's chasing you, there's bad news coming your way. Uh, you well, uh, wasn't chasing you. Killing though. a hybrid means you're overcoming all challenges and enemies. A hybrid bearing, being appearing in your dreams can mean you have made things in your waking life larger than they are. It may represent stress or worrying. Um, okay. Okay, whatever. That's it. What do you take from it? I take from it that a gigantic vulture bat was trying to lick chicken from my fingers. And I could feel it. I could feel it digging into me. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't leave me alone. I kept moving my head. I'm like, get the fuck off me. You didn't need to write anything I down could, when you woke I mean, up. I could literally feel the wings yeah. against me. You know, they were flapping against me and everything else like that. Were they comforting? No. It was it was creepy as shit, dude. Yeah. And, the, and then I could feel the claws from the bat wing uh-huh. on me. And then the legs, like it was just like like grabbing me in some sort of weird WWE wrestling hold, and then I could feel the wings flapping against me, and then and then like the 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 head was just kind of flailing <laughs> and trying to lick my hand. I'm trying to get the hand, and then I hear you know, get off of him, come on, you fucking jerk, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, now get your fucking vulture thing. Off future me. reference: If you ever have that same dream again, start laughing like the buzzard from from Looney Tunes. Ooh, you know, he's all shy. It doesn't work that way. Make it work that way. It doesn't work that way. You've told me before, control your dreams. I know, but laughing like the buzzer doesn't make a fucking animal in my dream work that way. My, just I'm see too, how he reacts. It's, Let's just see it's how he reacts. too fucking linear. It doesn't work that way. It's an animal, so it has an animal brain. It's not going to notice that. It's not going to look at me and go, why are you doing that? It's got fucking bat wings growing out of its chest. It might do yeah, something Yeah, it's a different. fucking hybrid animal. That's the way my brain works, dude. That's I. This dream is the way my fucking brain works, and it's just like it, it's an animal, so therefore it's not going to understand when I say, oh, <laughs> I'm bringing home a baby bumblebee, and then it's going to sing with me. No, it's just going to try to lick chicken off my hands. God damn it. Like it's a dog. It was a fucking, it's like a family pet. Ooh. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Just try it. Oh, no, no, no. Just try it. It's not going to work. I know my brain better than everybody else on this planet. It doesn't work that way for me. Reprogram it. No. <laughs> it doesn't work that way with the fucking animal thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, that's a, it's a fucking hybrid bat. Vulture it doesn't even exist in any fucking reality. No, not at all. No way. Fucking that's. I want you to draw that. I want to because uh, I, I can already visualize it, but how, I want I want to draw it. Yeah, how big is a fucking vulture? It's got a wingspan of like six feet, or yeah, or maybe yeah. more. Okay, 
So it's this fucking it's it's you know vulture wingspan plus. You said it was a giant giant bat wingspan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was fucking huge. I mean, just the body in and of itself was six feet. Yeah, man, I'm like a happy pet trying to eat chicken out of my hand. You got some demons you need to exercise, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, I do. I got a fucking <laughs> shit monster been chased by a marble, a sentient marble. <laughs> I forgot about that. Fucking, now it's a bird. You fucking your own version of Marble Madness. Yeah, then that was before Marble Madness even existed. Like Indiana Jones versus Marble Madness. It's just a fucking <laughs> sentient marble that chases me off a cliff. Was it laughing like the like the it doesn't buzzer. doesn't say anything. It's just a giant marble that moves when I move. From now on, everything is just gonna laugh, have that instead of the Peter Griffin laugh. It's gonna have the fucking vulture. Fucking oh no 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 it. it <laughs> I haven't had that dream in in years, and God damn it! At some point, I used to oh, I've I've had dreams of fucking wolves chasing me at my grandmother's house, and I couldn't get in the door. Yeah, that's I and 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 not just once. Like these are fucking recurring dreams, episodic dreams. Mm-hmm. Like why the fuck am I being chased by dogs? I most of my dreams I do not remember, but there's one I remember very very vividly to this day. Did you laugh like the baby buzzard? No, <laughs> no, they, it was fucking serious, and it was terrifying it was me and my kids were in the in the in a forest and all of a sudden a fucking grizzly bear a full mega-sized grizzly bear started chasing us and kendrick started falling behind this is when kendrick was still a little boy he was like i think maybe four or five at the oldest and uh i remember i um turned back to go grab him because he was you know sure it wasn't your ex just snoring in your ear god and i remember that right the fucking grizzly was about to grab him like it was already reaching for that last grab and right before its hand its claw grabbed him i remember screaming out kendrick and then i woke up and 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 then you sit there and you go did i say that out loud holy fuck dude it was so vivid because i screamed in my dreams yeah and then i woke up and i'm just like yeah i mean did you hear me scream they're like no I got up and I, I instantly ran into their room to make sure he was fucking there. It just because I had to. It just because, dude, it it felt so surreal at that moment that I just I just needed that reassurance at that moment. That's just weird to me. I don't know. Uh, each his own, man. So I, I I woke up after having a dream of him in the forest and I'm in my house and then I have to go check on him to make sure he's not in the forest. No, no, I make sure that he's my son's alive and breathing because the fucking grizzly bear was about to d- destroy him in front of us. That's what that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, that's, yeah, like I said, each his own. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Go home. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Peace out. End it. <laughs> Let's end it.